drinking beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted, Episode 71. You got a point reduction, and you got a point reduction, and you got a point reduction. What's up, veteran gamers? We are back. Now, this is the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and talks shit. Murka's 40k podcast. Yes, we are. Hopefully I'm your host, Andy. I'm Ray, and hopefully I don't cut off my finger. <laughs> Ray is actually in the process of doing some maximum effort as we speak. Yeah, because I'm always at home and I just decide to sleep or play PUBG. So, <laughs> And I force you to get out of the house and do something different. Yeah, so I'm going to bring <laughs> models with me and try to see how this works. I want to mention, though, your beard game's on point right now. Beard, yeah, it's, it's coming in good. I like that, yeah. I, I likes it, so I guess I'll give it. Because you used to have like the long like chin beard for a while. Yeah. But I just kind of got like, you started vomiting and you got it all over the place. But yeah. this is like nice and trim. Looks good. I thought I'd mention. I noticed. Oh, thanks. Dude. I noticed things. <laughs> <laughs> You know all those hipsters do that no shade in November? Yeah. Well, I just did it after November. Yeah. I'm not a fucking gay hipster. <laughs> did it for December. De- December. I'm Put on your playoff beard Santa- or whatever. Santa Claus beard or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, of course, is after chapter approved. Um, what we are not going to do is we are not going to sit there and go point by point. You got a point reduction and you got a point reduction and you got a point reduction because that's redundant and stupid. My boy Eldrad did go down, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk a little bit about it, but we actually have some actual in-the-field reporting to report back from post-chapter approved on an RT we did. Uh, we wanted to have Pretty Dick in here, but we just couldn't make our schedules yeah, match he up. Yeah, he's a fag. He, couldn't, he, didn't, he didn't put in the effort to be here. <laughs> but we're going to make sure to get him on. I'm hoping next week, I'm calling you out, um, Pretty Dick, to be on, and we'll talk about some lists after the post-chapter um, approved of things we're interested in. Uh, Ray plays all things elf so he'll have all the elf point things he's kind of interested in. And it's uh, actually pretty easy because not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one codex. Right, right, right. But, um, and then uh, Pretty Dick, of course, plays all things chaos. And he'll have um, some ideas of things that he's working on. And then, of course, I play Tyranids and a little bit of Imperium. So I'll have some other things that I'm excited about as well. And if you're a Tau player, fuck off. We're not doing you. Yeah, fuck Tau. Although, I think I might want to... I'm calling you out, Jeff Poole. <laughs> I want to have you have I want to have you on to talk about Tau um, post chapter approved uh, because actually we'll talk about some games you played against him today. Yeah, they might not be the the limp dick of 40k anymore. Yeah, they're still gay. <laughs> so still, still gay, still exceptionally gay. gay. Yeah, they still have vaginas like straight on their foreheads. <laughs> yeah, actually, me and Jeff are talking about some gay sex you could do like with some vagina. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's probably the towel mating. That's because yeah, you is. have one in the mouth and one in the forehead. So you have like I decided it'd be like me and Ray fucking a towel. You the short one in the mouth and me the tall guy in the forehead. Wait, why do I go? Because <laughs> you're short in the mouth. I'm tall in the forehead. Oh, okay, we're not doing each other. Got it. Okay, right, doing, not each we're, other. We're still doing the vagina. We're riding a train. <laughs> All, right. All right. Cool. Not looking at each other. Hey, as long as uh, no so, making eye contact. As long as swords don't touch, it's not game. <laughs> yeah, and no making eye contact. No eye contact. Yeah, I'm no. not going to stare into the windows of your soul while you have your vinegar strokes. Well, I'm not going to do it. I don't have a soul. So <laughs> I sold that for a dollar a long time ago. <laughs> Best so, chips I ever ate in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in today's show, uh, we're going to have a little after action review, post chapter approved, to give us some feelings and thoughts on what, on what we were doing and. Uh, uh, how we feel the the games are going. So we have some yeah, actual think, reporting from the field. Because uh, 
you know, there's other podcasts that went over tournaments like the past weekend from uh, chapter approved, but all those events they didn't use the especially GTs like they didn't, they didn't use, use chapter, the approved. chapter approved. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some RTTs out there. You know, nobody really cares about RTTs, but we did play with them, which was. Which, I mean, we'll get into it. So go it ahead. gives us some insight into what's happening because it's actually there's a pretty wide variety of armies that were there at the RT. Yeah. And yeah, Imper- an Imperium List 1, too. So. Imperium List 1 by 8 points. It's not because I got defeated. <laughs> it's because my first game only went to turn 4. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> but first off, um, in the introductions, we have a new patron. A new member of the Big Dice Club. Oh, welcome to the mean and retarded crew. Our boy James. James <laughs> Germany. James Germany, finally. He yeah. finally grabbed his nutsack, appreciated all the content we've given him. <laughs> and content he's given us, apparently, too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking drivers! <laughs> oh, squirrel. Oh, squirrel. <laughs> uh, but he goes, hey, it's James. I became a patron, so Ray and you are going to pay for my ticket to come to California. What? If, yeah, he wants to come... He, Everyone's talking about coming out to California if we ever run this GT, actually. If we can get the, our shit together and run it. So, it takes time, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. It's going to happen. Let's but James, th- thanks for joining the Big Dice Club. Uh, you're helping pay for beer money and keeping the show going. So thank you very much for that. And towards the tournament, too. Towards the tournament, yeah. Uh, don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. Um, if you also want to join James and become a patron, go to vgrpodcast.com slash podcast. And there's a big red button at the top that says become a patron. It's retard proof, but you are our listeners. So there we are. (laughs) We didn't say mean retard proof. We just said retard proof. Just retard proof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But also, while you're there, don't forget to pick up some VGR merch. Uh, You get get some t-shirts with some VGR logos and branded. You can also pick up some... uh, Pod or not podcast, but uh, 40k accessories like objective markers and nine inch quick measure tools from Hammerhead Games. Um, don't forget if you very useful us- if you have a list that uses Deep Strike or redeploying, or like just a must. deploying, or actually if you just play 40k because your opponent may have that shit. And I fucking hate when they're sitting there measuring. You can literally just put this nine inch thing down. And be like, look, it's right there. Just, right, just stick go. it up against there. Just you measure there, put your tape measure down, and then I put this nine inches over here. Perfect. Stop putting fucking dice down. Just put your models down. Hurry yeah. up. <laughs> Goddamn. So you can check that out at vgrpodcast.com slash merch. Um, and then, too, if you uh, like what you hear, you don't like what you hear, and you want to leave us a voicemail and tell us about it, you can do that at 442-444-0791. But lastly, and most importantly, introduction, what we are drinking um, Jeff Poole, my round one opponent, uh, was nice enough to pick me up some super strong beer. <laughs> this is actually a Goose Island limited edition run. Oh, you didn't drink it there? Uh, no, it's, it's a 15 alcohol by volume, so I did not drink it there at the RT. By, okay. 15%, uh, 15.2%. Does it taste like, like gasoline? It's very thick. No, it's good. Oh, it it it's pours good. like syrup. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I had half a glass when, the night I came back from there. And then I had the other half left over here. The little spoiler, but celebration, right? Yeah, a little celebration, yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's the... um, It's a limited edition run. It's a stout with uh, the brand Midnight Orange Stout. Is it it local from where he's at or something? No, uh, Goose Island's from Chicago. uh, But he he said he went to like um, a bottle, like... um, 
like a place you can get like different kind of craft beers and everything. Yeah. And he's found these, and apparently this is a little on the pricey side, but he saw that he got one for himself and thought of me. Well, when you're a lawyer, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, Jeff Poole, I greatly appreciate this. is fucking delicious. Uh, but I'll be sipping on this uh, for the first half of the show. And then for the rest, I got the Modern Times Bedrock Hazy IPA. You mentioned how you liked hazy IPAs, that you'd had them before. Sure. Someone brought this. You to, actually remember a lot better than I did. So I if do. You say that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Someone brought this actually to the Friendsgiving we had and left it behind. And I had some. And I was like, oh, this is good. So I thought I'd get it for the show today. It's the Modern Times here in San Diego. Bedrock uh, Hazy IPA. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to be back with the After Action Review. Sword fight! Sword fight! Sword fight! Dude, there's so many swords on here. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Ray is in the midst of uh, putting together this some rake plates. This is actually really hard to do because I'm not very good at multitasking. Right. So, I don't know if I may do this again. You can barely breathe and masturbate at the same yeah, time. <laughs> well, that means when you hold your breath, it's actually better. <laughs> Try it. Don't do it too long, though. You'll die. <laughs> you autoerotic asphyxiation? <laughs> yeah. Did James Carradine die that way? I don't know. Somebody. The guy died. from I Kung know. Fu. Yeah. 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 40K podcast. 40K podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, the after action review. These are our games played. So, uh, Chapter Approved launched on Saturday. We went to an RT on Sunday, and the RT says, yes, these are rules that are our existence. We're going to use the new Chapter Approved rules. Yeah. Why? Well, I, 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 I shot a, a message to the. The TO and I was like, "Hey, you're gonna use them because they come out Saturday. Like, I would prefer to use them. I wouldn't care." And then so I, he said, "Yeah." And I don't know if he told everybody else, but yeah, we we did. Um, our local store, we were able to whenever it went live on the East Coast. So I guess we could do it too. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but uh, yeah, we were able to get. A, I was reading at work. You saw if you all follow the Facebook page, I put that. I literally production at my work was really bad that day. <laughs> I was really behind on my route, like an hour and some change. It's all right. It's all right. You got some, got some reading to catch up on. Every, every stop, I would like stop and like read it. And I'm like, oh shit, I should. It's been 15 minutes already. I better start to stop. Start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. Uh, yeah, so you got to catch Ray's updates on the Facebook page. And if you don't follow the, the the Facebook page, well then fuck you. So, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we did to the RTT. Right? Yeah. Um, do you want to go into it first, or? Well, we can actually. Um, I so I, I got back onto my streak of losing the first game. Yeah. Of every event. You broke it, and you went right back. <laughs> On the way up there, though. <laughs> we, we were talking about this. This we were, is exactly. <laughs> we're looking at the list because actually this time mostly everybody posted theirs except Pretty Dick because he's a fucking faggot. But uh, I didn't post mine because mine was made oh, like. Well, you're you're also a faggot. I too, am a faggot. So, yeah. So we all posted it, and uh, Jeff Poole had his up there, and he was playing Tau. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Tau. Yeah. I was I was interested in it because I was like, I know they got supposedly a shit ton of fucking points reduction. I didn't get time to look at theirs, but yeah, this was. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But I didn't really understand it, right? You know, I didn't haven't seen a lot of it. So, but I was like, they obviously shoot a lot, and I and I saw it was all Tau. So I was like, okay. So shooting on fives on Overwatch and stuff, and I was like, "Man, Eddie, you better hope you have like a lot of terrain when you play that game." <laughs> I was saying, "I don't want to play that list." If I <laughs> I saw that one list, like, "Nope, don't want to play that list." Like it's Tau Sept. It was two Tau Sept battalions and one other 
thing. I forgot what it was. But I was like, yeah, I don't want to play that list because I know it's going to overwatch the fuck out of me and I'm dead. <laughs> and I have to. <laughs> I'm a close combat army. I have to assault. You have it to at, assault. I mean, at some that's, point. That's what the fuck your army does. So I got to hope to like either find a building I can assault out of or some trying to Where assault from behind. Where the fuck do you put the glue? <laughs> oh. Okay. I got it, guys. You got it. <laughs> don't worry. I got it, guys. <laughs> So I said, I hope I don't play that list. And of course, what list do I get round one? <laughs> that Fucking <list>. that list. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard, a, when I heard a David call it out, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was like, well, we talked about the strategy on right. how to beat him. You just cool. Getting, so we talked about the strategy. Yeah. It was, you know, the strategy was like use terrain to be out of line of sight. Because, yeah, they got smart missiles, but you have big units. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can things. survive enough of you that. You just yeah. survive enough of it. Hold the objectives. And then come out when you can and try to, you know, charge with using line of sight blocking stuff. Which, turns out, Overwatch can be shot out of line of sight. It's kind of unique to to uh, Tau because they have a lot of, like, you know, the smart missile systems ignore that ignore line of, sight. line of sight. So, Overwatch is the unit that was declared as a target shoots Overwatch as if it was a shooting phase, but they only hit on sixes. Well... They have things, so if it's still a shooting phase, that means that if it's smart missile system, they don't need line of sight. Right. So you can shoot. So even if you're on the other side of the wall, the thing that's unique to Tau is that you could block their whole army out, but still basically about 50% of anything that's basically a suit, a riptide, a broadside, or some commander sometimes take them to the smart missiles, you're still getting shot at by all of them because it says that you target them as if they were the target too. Right. So then they shoot at visit. So it's actually... Very scary. It's exceptionally scary, especially <laughs> if you're a close combat army. Yeah, hitting they're, on they're, fives, it, hitting is, on fives, re-rolling. You would think that, like, oh, it's not that, you know, it's not that scary, but it's the fact that they shoot so much that they are going to hit. And and the thing about your close combat is that you're good in close combat because it's so many of attacks, right? Right. You know, Gene Sears is I don't know upwards of a hundred attacks, maybe it's eighty. I don't know how many attacks. Eighty. Yeah. Yeah, and then you attack again to one sixty. So like. That's the good. But then when you lose half your unit on just a charger, if not all the way down to like one. <laughs> right. That's very bad. It's very, very bad. So how did that match go? Uh, very bad. <laughs> because you didn't, whole, follow, you didn't follow the plan. Well, the whole strategy of getting inside of terrain to defend myself was also blown out of the water, too, because there was no terrain. <laughs> I mean, there there were terrain pieces there. It looked it was, cool. It did look very, very cool. It was, it was like it was like a Marge factory. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it had been great for kill team. <laughs> I don't know how the rules work for that, so I'll trust it, you on that one. But it was a great kill team like table with good. It was good narrative play. This was not functional for a game of 40k. There was nothing to hide behind. There was no building to get inside of. Line of sight blocking terrain was almost nil. And I was like, okay, cool, uh, great. You guys didn't say like, you know, like that that one. You have the tower. It's like so. So you guys can picture it, it's the Armageddon terrain. Yeah, like all those little like little catwalks and yeah. the legs and stuff little canisters so that's what the whole table was on the, the like whole that, table the whole table is made from that's it You're right that's it so if you look at it you know that the, you could see un through everything right um you didn't say like from these legs you can't see through at all no we treated it like it was like basically like, a, like the base of terrain essentially like it was like it had a base so you got a cover save but it wasn't really a true ruins so i mean no. see that anytime i walk the tables like that i always like basically call the guys man card and yeah. be like Hey, we can even play this game the way it lays, right? And you just shoot me off the table, and it's not really a challenge for you. Or we can actually play a real game and say, like, some of these things block line of sight. 
Yeah. And then most of the time, you know, when you challenge somebody's manhood, they usually go with that. Yeah. So, so then it works. It works for him in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I get, of course, the long table. Yep. So Your favorite deployment. Even if I, it's like, even if I get the short table, I might have a chance here because I might just be able to overwhelm him with bodies. Right? Yeah. And then I get the long table. So I can't do that either. So I, get, I mean, they could still only do the oh, the Overwatch once. The greater the, good. The right. greater good once. And things can only Overwatch. Well, once you touch them. So. Well, the hope was when my, here was my, my list was basically the same list I've been running. It's just I added more genes. There was more Hormagons. Took old one eye out and out of the Broodlord. Do you want so to go, go into what change or do you just want to do the game? Uh, we'll do the games, and I, I, my, my list didn't change that much because I just added more Hormagons, more Gene Stealers, and I added the Broodlord, and with the extra points I got from the points reduction for the Swarm Lord and the Broodlords, I would add those extra bodies. So I had a 30-man unit of Hormagons and two 20-man units of Gene Stealers with the Broodlord and the Swarm Lord, and the rest was the same. And then you had the Broodlord, which you didn't use correctly. Yeah, I, I fucked that up a couple times, yeah. <laughs> I was reminding you of combos on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, funny. but when you don't use a model and like you haven't used, you, you just forget, right? You get into your. Groove. You would think though, if you haven't <clears> used the model forever, you would like pay a no, little I'm bit a more ass. attention. So, to no, it. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> so, kids, you know, yeah, yeah, you're gonna play with a new model, but the rest of your army is normal. You should probably really know why you put that new model. Yeah, in. yeah. So, all of this is working against me. I thought, okay, I've got one chance. I have to go first, right? And I have to eliminate and tie something up, right? That's what I have to do. So I move up with everything. I double move a Gene Stealer unit. I get another un- Gene Stealer unit within assault range. So I got three units in assault range. I did some really good maneuvering. We were playing the two-story house. What mission was it to? How many objectives? I uh, forgot. Four objectives and... No, no. It was the... I think it was a three. One in the middle. One in the middle. And then the two homes. Yeah. Yeah, it was out in his own. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember my first... No, actually, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was one in the middle. The two home objectives was five objectives. No, it was four objectives. There was an objective in the middle, I know, because it kept holding there, it. There wasn't one in the middle. Yeah, it was. Well, there wasn't. Yeah, it was. I kept holding it. No, there was the one with all six objectives. <clears throat> I remember now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you had to hold five. You had to contest or hold five. Yeah, okay. All right. Go. So that my plan was to try to hold five. That was my plan. Yeah. To try to hold five. Um, And so I move up, and I get two units within close combat range. There was a bastion, like right in front of his deployment zone. So I used that as my piece of line of sight blocking that I was going to assault from behind there, tie up something in close combat and then assault the rest of it. How are you playing the bastion? Could you go through it or no, it was just, it was impassable. Yeah. Impassable train. Yeah. So he couldn't see through. I couldn't go through it. That's fine. Equal, equal. Right. But it used as a big piece of line of sight. So I lined up a little conga line of all my gene stealers to assault from behind it. The first one, the first wave, the hormagons assaulted something else to eat up a lot of the greater good. The second Gene Stealer unit went in and made into close combat. Now, it was the, the second Gene Stealer unit that was coming at him on the other side, that was the one that was supposed to do the damage. So I slung shot them up, and I was going to go after a unit of uh, shield drones. I'm going to kill the fuck out of these shield drones, right? I'm going to have 20 Gene Stealers just fuck up these shield drones. So I go, I, I need a six-inch charge to, to get around um, uh, a Riptide so that I can then later do um, Overrun. Right, so I have to be more than three inches away. So I need a six-inch charge minimum to make this happen, right? I go to roll my charge. It's a four. Perfect. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to command point re-roll that. Oh, you know how I go command go. point re-roll into a one, and it's yeah. a three-inch charge. So I barely make the charge. <laughs> but you're not three inches away. <clears throat> but I'm not three inches away, and I don't have enough gene stealers in to really eliminate. So I ended up not eliminating the shield drone unit. Jesus. Everything went bad. The whole thing was bad. <clears throat> 
So I don't, I think I killed something turn one and I held something because I killed another shield drone unit, but not the one I needed to kill. Okay. And then I was like, he's just going to back away and now eliminate my army. And, but that's what happened. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the one thing about Tau is that most of the, like their kill, like the real killer units fly. Like the broadsides, the suits. Well, and then stuff. he also had the character inside there that had the the ability to allow him to fall back and shoot. Yeah. So like, I. So was Tau sapped designed to be able to fall back and shoot? That that Talus <clears throat> was. I was pretty impressed by because I mean, and then later in the tournament I play against it. But yeah. It was pretty impressive for Talus. It was pretty. I mean, there's one big downfall, but it's also one big downfall that he needs, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I did want to touch on the Bastion, how you said that you guys played it impassable. Right. So with, if you've listened to this, you probably know that ITC came out with their new, right. the new, uh, rules on terrain to show you how to use their terrain and stuff. So that Bastion would have been in an enclosed ruin because it had a door, right? So you could have just charged straight through it. Yeah. And, and plus he could have been inside of it too. Yeah. But like. I guess we'll, t- we'll talk about that. So just keep that in mind. That but I think they came out like after. Was that it? A- it did. It, yeah. did. it came out on Mon- Monday. Monday. Yeah. Monday. But f- I'm just saying, like for future, like that would be an enclosed ruin. Yeah, I'll post that Otherwise, in the show notes and the, other- the, those, the new rules. In case you didn't see it, I'll post that in the show notes and on the Facebook page. Or do be, I'll post it on both so you can see it. It's really important because they changed the way the ITC ruins thing. The basically terrain rules work. That it just makes it easier and actually so that you know what the rules are so there's no more haggling or arguing over what does this thing count as and what can i do through it that's what it does right but at the same time it actually hurts some armies Mm -hmm. i'm not just saying eldar because eldar can play either way but like it it really hurts some armies but it clarifies the rules it does clarify the rules which i mean that it's, it's a good and bad thing right sure so I mean, rules are rules. If rules hurt, but they're rules, right? Yeah. They hurt They hurt, and they help some people, right? And, so, how, and how I try to tell people about, like, those game is not balanced and there's armies that are just not viable. Yeah, you're right. It's competitive. True. Like, no matter what you play, do, or anything, it's not equal for, like, not everybody's equal. Sure. There's In football, there's better teams than other teams. There's shit teams that are like Necrons, and there's teams that are like fucking Eldar and Yanari and fucking Imperium. Sure. It's just, it's just how competitive goes. If you want to play a balanced game, go play chess. And that's not even that fucking balanced. Because the white one has a small percentage of winning. More than the black. We use white advantage. Well, yeah. It's white, white privilege. privilege so, <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, so that game against Jeff, though, after that turn one, he pretty much decimated. He killed all of the Gene Stealers and all of the Hormagons. And that was all of my punch at that point. So at that, after that, I was like, okay, how many points can I farm it? from here on out because I, I still want to place yeah so i went and got more points i think i lost that game 30 to 14 14 points is still good like you don't want to low in the single digits obviously you don't want to lose right. like that and you you typically want to lose in the 20s sure if you can but that also means it's a really like close that's game. a closer game but that also means that the opponent that one probably only won with like 31 to 28 sure. right so I mean that's not bad. It's, I did make some mistakes because I essentially after at turn one I was like fuck I'm fucked. <laughs> like, what mistakes were so, those? You, um, so so I went to go charge later. the swarm lord into his um, his um, the, the 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 broadsides. No, the thing. And I for, I forgot how great or good worked in my head. Like I just forgot how it worked. So I said I just declared everybody as a charge. And then when he died, because they were going to greater good me anyway. So I was like, oh, okay, they're going to greater good me anyway, so I might as well just go make the charge. But then when he died and then I charged something else, everyone else then got to greater good again. 
because I declared them as a charge. So they just overwatched instead of greater gooding. Ah, that's right. That's right. So I forgot how greater good worked thinking. <laughs> so I, I, I made a mistake, right? Yeah. So a legitimate mistake, but I haven't played against town a while. So it's like, okay, cool. Noted. I remember now how to charge against, like there's, there's an order at which you t- declare against Tau, especially when they're Tau Sept and they can do you the greater good. You got to yeah. understand how greater good works. You can't, it's not like every other army where you could just like, oh, this guy's going to be charging. So you do your turn, you do your shooting magic. Right. Plays, and then it goes to your charge. Okay, I'm going to charge him. No, it's kind of like you do all that and like, hey, how do I get a charge? This guy got to charge. So that guy, you got to watch. There's a declare. serious thought process because yeah. you have to start now guesstimating what's or, or measuring six inches from whatever you're charging. What's going to overwatch me? What's going to greater good me? You know, so you have to start doing you have to start, it. Also, it changes your target priority. It does a lot. So like, oh, fuck, if I kill this one guy here, that breaks the, you know, the the six inch the thing, chain, right? The chain. So then I can charge this guy for free and then tie it up. And then, because mm-hmm. Tao does not like you to tie up things. Right. Because they need to shoot because they can't do anything else. Right. So I, I made a mistake there. Um, so those, those are kind of the mistakes I made. And then that game, Broodlord didn't make, he wasn't close enough to, to affect the Gene Steelers anyway because I couldn't, the, just the, the where the movement, the first turn works. So they didn't really affect that at all. But I think, I think with the Broodlord, you have to use that double move, but he can't charge and all that shit after. Yeah, the Metabolic Overdrive. Yeah, so he can get in position. I used that on the Swarm Lord to get him. Either I used it on the Swarm Lord or I used it on the Malanthrop to get them in the position to do what I needed to do turn one. Because my only hope was to kill that Shield Drone unit on the flank and then overrun and tie something up. That was my only hope. Was right, broadsides or something? Um, no, there was a character off in the corner that wasn't attached to anything. Oh, yeah. I, I used that character, too. So I was going to bounce off of him, surround him so you can't shoot him, and then hope that the G- other Gene Steeler unit could like tie something up using the the impassable terrain that was in front of me to like tie up the broadsides. None of it ended up working. So when, when you make a three-inch charge. Yeah, that, which was a four-inch <laughs> which was a four, Which wasn't enough anyway. <laughs> that was dice, right? Yeah, it's a dice game. So, But that was my only hope. Well, why don't you talk about your game against the the same Tau list? Because I know people are interested in, in how the Tau points reduction works out and how it, since we're on that same path. All right, so but I have to go into like my list a little bit to kind yeah, of yeah, talk about it. your list. So like, I mean, obviously, I've been playing the flyer list. I went away from that. It the flyer list still works. It's still a viable list. It's still two thousand points because the points they shifted. Yeah, so it still works. But I wasn't using that. I was trying new stuff. Uh, it was two battalions and a Supreme Command. The Supreme Command was two Autarchs. With, both of them had a spear. Both of them had a Melta. Mm. So good or what? Oh, it's so good, man. Spear <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> Jeff Poole, you're the man. That is fantastic. There's like a syrupy residue still on the Oh, you, you would hate it but because it's, it's like mud. It's, it's like mud. It pours like syrup, dude. I'm telling you. 40K podcast. 40K podcast. Sorry, continue. It was just... So I just came. The Autarchs have the have the Melta and the Lancers, and they're on their bikes, and they have Banshee Mass, and you know because of Index. Now that's very important against the Tau. Keep that in mind. And then the third in the Supreme Command was the Avatar of Kane himself. This was interesting. I, I like this the selection in your list. Yeah. So the Avatar is. You know how I was bitching about Chaos having an aura that affects everything except, like, well, holy Eldar- shit, Eldar have that too. Eldar have it too. <laughs> <laughs> And it's Man, on the, fuck you, pointy-eared fuckers have a thing for everything. And he went down points, but he's still like 220 points. He went down, I think, 30 points. So mm-hmm. I still don't think it's enough. He's he's He only has eight wounds. He's toughness six. And he has a five-up invul. And you can't increase it with protect because he's not a bike or infantry. He's a monster. Right. So 
there's some things hurting him there, but his aura is he gives everybody fearless around him. That's a Sarian. So that really works. Um, came in, came in handy, uh, all three of my games. It was actually pretty cool to have that there. Then the Supreme, the, I had a Uthwe detachment that was, uh, Uthwe battalion detachment. I had Eldrad, you know, a warlock. I had two big blob squads of guardians with their guns and then a dire avenger squad and then a wave serpent and a small unit of dark reapers and then i was try- trying out the warp hunter right i did have two warp hunters in there but i was like ah, that's, that's too just i don't want to go too crazy so I, I kept the dark reapers in there you got to have the eldar Cl- uh, crutch right trying a new list I've, I've found out every time i try a new list i always put the eldar crutch in with the dark dark reapers so there was there it was only a six-man unit and with a tempest launcher and then the other one is an Alatok with a Farseer on bike, a Warlock on bike, and then three Rangers. Just uh, fill out the battalion so I can have 14 command points. Because yeah. I did make the an army selection, because you have to do that, use the Windrider host from the Vigilist book. And what that mm-hmm. gave me is a, basically a hit-and-run uh, Autark, which I think is amazing. Because you can make you make them Samhain, so they re-roll charges. Samhain. Samhain. They re-roll charges, plus they can move and shoot heavy weapons, which is not relevant because they have assault weapons sure but it gives access to my warlord the the samhain spear so it changes out the the lance the relic right the relic lands into a strength eight 12 inches instead of six and on charge is strength eight when it shoots at strength eight and then outside of charging and all that it's strength five because it gets plus two so he's not strength three so he's really really good you give him the the warlord trade inescapable hunter so he's basically a sniper and he has access to a stratagem where he can advance and charge. So every game, he was amazing. Go 22 inches, shoot 12 inches at a character, usually aces them because they're getting hit by a Melta and a two damage lance, and then the underslungs. And then after that, you would charge because you still could because you spend the command points into some random ass shit. Sometimes another character, sometimes a little shit unit. Didn't matter as long as you made a charge, right? And you had the reroll charge to make it. You get in there, you do your attacks, he'll do four attacks, kill shit, easy. And then after you attack, right after, it says immediately, you spend two command points and he flies away. So if there's a enemy unit that's within an inch of him, he could only go 16 because you can't fall back. You only can't advance 16. and fall back. <laughs> you um, can only go 16. But if they actually die and there's nobody within an inch, then you can advance. So you can go 22 inches back into your lines. So which was something really cool to have that like sniper. In. And then plus he had a Banshee mask. So he charged. Every time I charge with him, I was like, I charge everything within 12. Right. I don't I'll pick care. a target. Right. I, I'll pick a target. See how far see I, how far I, I, I go. Oh, right? cool. I got that character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boxcar is cool. I'll get that character and get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> it, it's, it's really, really cool. I mean, the fly rule kind of sucks because, you know, you can't jump over things. If that wasn't a thing, he would be like. But if really, there are really windows good. to make your base through, then it's fantastic. Yeah. Because you charged everything. It doesn't matter. You can be within an inch of all of them, go through, kill them, and then fly the fuck out of there. Because when you fly, it says move as if it's the movement phase. So you can fly over shit yeah. on your way out. So against. Uh, Jeff, I won the roll to go first. I decided to go first. He didn't. De- he didn't want to go first. He didn't seize. And I, we're playing. Well, going second for him is actually pretty good because he just yeah he can he can shoot at things that to make sure he's he gets a free points. shooting phase yeah. in the Overwatch. So it doesn't matter. So there was a little bit of salt to the beginning because I guess he didn't hear me say what his warlord trait was, and I didn't print out the warlord uh, my list because I literally finished it like that morning. I remember this. He was saying, "Oh, if I had known that, I'd know." You fucking cheater, Ray. You <laughs> fucking cheater. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said what his warlord was, and 
that because what his relic was and all that. But maybe didn't hear it. Maybe I didn't say. It. I don't fucking know. But I moved. I redeployed right because I I deployed super defensively so he couldn't just see me and shoot me off the board. And using the character rule with the guys in front to block. I redeployed to where the 22 inches would have got me within. He put his warlord like probably two units behind his front line. So I was like, okay, 22 inches. You're still within six. So my melt was like really good because half range. Yeah. So I shoot, I hit. He has no invul apparently and just dies. I'm like, oh, that was cool. Okay. That's, I went <laughs> well, old that school. That was cool. <laughs> that was old school and warlord. Yeah. Two right? points right. Two turn points one. right there. Sweet. Um, then I was like, okay. And then I charged some again, charge everything within 12. I charged this little fire war unit that was in front of him. Kills four of them because four hits, four wounds, negative four, two damage each. Did kills them. And then he was smart. He didn't take the guy that was in, that I was within an inch of. So I can only fall back 16. Fine, still fall back 16, but it's behind a only, wave. Only 16. It goes behind a wave serpent, which is like one of the strongest things. <laughs> right, right. In, in the Eldar. So it's like, it's like your own personal shield. Yeah. <laughs> I get this wave serpent. I'm holding him up like a shield. This <laughs> is what he did. He went right behind him. Only 16 inches right behind him. And that's the only kill I got was the warlord, right? So. Fucking stupid. And I did a couple shots here and there from. I didn't get the dark reapers out. I left them in the wave serpent. And then I had characters hold objectives so they couldn't get shot by his army. And on his turn, you know, he lined up and. What is he going to do? Shoot the wave serpent. That's the only thing he can fucking do. So he markers it up. Goes up to six, whatever marker light. So he has plus one to hit, ignores cover, all that shit. And then he shoots into it. And a wave servant's really good. It's very good. <laughs> it's very good. It, it tanks it, it tanks it, tanks it, all the way down to one wound. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I fell I fell just enough where it would just kill it. Right? Just kill it. It would take the last wound off because of multiple damage and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I should have rerolled the save. Oh, because I thought I was going to roll better because I had like four up saves against what was shooting at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck. Well, this guy really needs to survive because I don't want my warlord to die because he still had a whole nother unit to right, shoot. Right, shoot. And I was like, all right, well, CP reroll on the fill no pain because, you know, Uthwi, that we get the free six up fill no pain, boom, six up. And I was like, well, he didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> a command point reroll on it's, a six. Into a it. six. Dude, fuck you. <laughs> hey, but. For like playing the game, like sometimes you just okay, have to. Hayden. Okay. Sometimes you just have to make those rolls, right? Yeah. Even though it's low odds, you I need have it. to go for this. You have to go for it. So I did, and it worked out where I got it. That's amazing. That's fucking. I couldn't imagine like command point. I need a six. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> fuck yeah! Like on the inside, you're like, oh fuck it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I saved it. You know, no, no, no. Okay. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yelled. I was you happy danced about around it. a little bit. You flipped him off. Fuck you. I saved it. Yeah, that's what happened. And then he was like, all right. <laughs> he was pretty mad about that one. And then, of course, he shot the his last unit into the wave serpent and demolished it. Quick update. I'm drunk. Sweet. Yeah, well, because, yeah, you just had a fucking 15 15%. 15%. And quick update. This is not a hazy IPA. What, what is that? Fucking BevMo. Re- it's still fucking good. Um, it is a brown, it's a nitro brown ale with coconut and coffee. Coconut, oh, coffee, I like coffee. Yeah. Ah. It's not a stout. It's a little thick, but it's got coconut and coffee. You might like this. But it's I like good. coffee, it's all right. Yeah. I don't know about the coconut bar, but. So quick update, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you like the other coconut beer I brought. Okay. You know better than I do. I do. <laughs> I'm uh, like a woman, I remember things. So he kills the wave serpent, and then things. the guy's 
I actually rolled a lot of ones uh, when the guys came out, so I killed the Dire Avengers instead of Dark Reapers. Shock. I also pre-measured so the Dark Reapers could get out behind the wall that the Wave Serpent was at. Uh-huh. And that was his first turn. So he got a kill. I got a kill. We kill the same. We hold the same. And that was it. And then after that, I was like, all right. Oh, and also after that, I used all my command points. All 14 were gone. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I don't have tricks anymore because I can't go in there and keep killing things and fall back right, out. Right. My powers are kind of if I get them because I don't have the plus one to cast. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm, I just got to bring down my whole army. Fuck it. So I just bring down my whole army. I gave him. So what I was going into that turn planning was like target saturation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him so much shit to shoot at to hopefully he makes an error in his target priority. And that's why I did bring uh, the the warp hunter was in deep strike. I brought him down. I brought my other guardian squad down. I advanced the other uh, guardians so they were like up there and battle focus. I can still shoot. Doesn't matter. And then all my characters were behind that. And as long as I pick correctly, he would have to go through forty guardians and the two the two guns before you get to my characters. And my characters can do work. So that was the plan. So he kills the wave sir, the warp hunter. Which from those broadsides, broadsides. I have a respect for those broadsides. There's so much shooting no, from so those good. Yeah. and the damage is crazy. And he doesn't kill. He didn't target really to bring down the the guardians, and also the fearless helped again from the avatar. Right. You can kill as many as you want. He killed like 16 of them. I'm like, all right, I don't want morale, so they're good. Yeah. Does it feel good? It's so cool. <laughs> Like I, I know Tyranid players feel it all the time, and they all the time and chaos with their fucking Abaddon. Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't need to take. You, do you take leadership? Like I've there? No, eighteen is a flying hive tyrant. Like I'm good. <laughs> that eighteen? Yeah, it's seventeen and a half. See that right there? Fuck, that's a long way. The, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, the Avatar has a smaller dick. It's only six inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but it's, still, he's, like, he's right there. Fearlessness is awesome. It, it's it's pretty awesome. It's, it's pretty powerful too. Um, so that that helped my favorite, and then after that turn, um. It came down to like charges and stuff, and I I was like he flew his commander my backline and killed my uh, objective holder uh-huh. that, and he held more than me that turn. I still killed more on that turn, and then on turn three I you know put my warlord back there because I had to for sure kill him, and with the strength eight I would for sure kill him. So I go and I kill him, and then my other altar goes up and takes Overwatch onto the the broadsides because that's when I realized broadsides don't have fly, and they're only uh, battle suits. And battle suits can't go through ruins, right? Because they're of battle infantry. suits, they're not infantry. So, and it was funny. I was I was doing my moves, and I was like, "Wait, broadsides can't fall back and shoot, huh?" And like, he was like, "Yeah, they can." <laughs> <laughs> All sheepishly. And like, I was like, "Oh," and they don't fly, right? And he's like, "You know, I wish they did." Sweet. So I was like, so then he took the charge to eat that, so they wouldn't shoot me anymore. And because of that, you no, know, he still fell back. Right, because I couldn't box them in, mm-hmm. but they weren't going to shoot, which I did not need them shooting. And he killed that all target, but that was my warlord. Right, and it gave me a turn to where his target party was kind of messed up on that turn, where he didn't he didn't he killed one blob squad down to one guy again, fearless. Yeah, don't fucking care. And uh, that turn is where it turned around to where my other uh, farseer came all the way back and made another charge into it, and then I used. Those little marker like guys, the elite guys that hit on threes. I killed one and with the charge with the big blob squad of guardians that I had. And then I surrounded the other one. I didn't declare it, but I piled in onto him. Mm-hmm. So he attacks me. He only has like two attacks. Not going to kill 20 guys. 
And then, you know, they kept telling their dick out to where he couldn't shoot my characters. So that was pretty much the turning point. And using close combat, I was able to beat him. But because I broke the six inches for the greater good shit and I had Banshee Mass. If I didn't have Banshee Mass... Like, I, I was not going to win that game. Yeah. There was no way for me to win that right. game. Overwatch the fuck out of you. Yeah. Overwatch shit out of me. And there was nothing I could do. Because you can do. go in with Banshee Mask, then tie up everything that's going to possibly Overwatch. And then go into stuff that doesn't have Banshee Mask and Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if, like, say, <clears throat> as long as you get the broadside and you can touch a, a Riptide, if you can get within an inch of both of them, you can charge whatever you want. Because, yeah, it's still a lot of shooting, but it's not their shooting. It's not good shooting. Yeah. It's 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 a here and there, right? Yeah. And they need line of sight most of the time. They don't have the smart missiles. So, that, that was that game. Uh, I did a couple errors. I forgot to like use a character to uh, smite and execute once, but I got his. I got the bonus one turn because he he pulled his drone off because you know you can still use him in close combat. Right. He pulled that one off, so when I fell back, I flew over and I held the objective for a bonus. There was a couple like little errors on his part too. Errors on both of us, but I think we both learned a lot. Uh, he he wasn't sure about the broadsides, but I just told him like those broadsides is what scared me in his list. No, those broadsides are scary. Like yeah. Don't and there was something else we found out too. The deploying you can only deploy things with fly and infantry on multiple la- layers or multiple levels in a ruin. Right. Because in the new, well, it was actually in the last FAQ, but right. in the chapter approved, they have it solidified in there, stating that only infantry and things with fly can be set up on uh, upper levels of ruins. Right. So, for Tau, that means the broadsides can't be up there because they're only battle suits. Right. And for other armies, you know, monsters and shit like that. Um, I mean, obviously, your guys is fly, but, like, there's other well, armies like where it comes to... Like, I could do, like, sh- shooting carnifexes can be placed on the top level. Weapon platforms of the room. Right. can't fucking be up there. So, like, it's something to, to note down in your head to make sure your opponent doesn't do that. Right. But I told him, like... You if want you, those bitches on the bottom floor. If you would have put those broadsides at the far back but able to see the whole board, mm-hmm. yeah, you might not be able to shoot them first turn. I got to come towards you anyways. Yeah. Because all my shooting is 12 inches, mostly. So. Yeah, he deployed his broadsides aggressively against me, too, right up against that bastion, the very front end of his deployment zone. And he even said if I had consolidated, like, consolidated into it, I could have kept them from shooting. But that honestly, that wouldn't have changed the game anyway. It was the not making that maneuver. But he, he deployed them very aggressively against me, too. I don't know if, if he deployed you do, them again. He put them in front of a ruin, like, right Butt yeah. to butt to the ruin, which I guess was bad because, you know, they can't go through it. Right. I, but he thought they were infantry. Oh, okay. Because when I went to touch him, like, you know, <clears> I asked him if he had fly or whatever. And then I was like, and their, their battle suits. He's like, yeah, but they have infantry. They just go through the wall. And I was like, no, I don't think they have infantry. And he was like, oh, well, let me check. And he checked and they didn't. Right. There is some suits that have infantry, like their uh, ghost, uh, the little ghost. ghost kills. No, not the ghost kill, the smaller ones. The stealth suits. Oh, the stealth suits. And, yeah, yeah. like, uh, the character, the girl that has the two fusions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they do have infantry, so they dumb could. Dumb name number five, yeah. Yeah, dumb name number five. Uh, <laughs> but that was that game, because I was able to ignore Overwatch. And yeah. I think, especially for Eldar, um, or I think Tau's going to be uh, something you're going to yes. have to think about. They're going to be a gatekeeper. So, going to LVO, you need some way of ignoring Overwatch. And now, I know a lot of armies don't have that, you know. Craft World does. Uh, Dark Eldar do with the Hamalkas. There's a relic. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeans, if you're Tyranids, you don't have it, but Jeans are Colts do. But that one is weird because it's a power. So you have to put it on the thing that you're most scared of 
to getting shot by at, and then everything else could still shoot you. Yeah, because, I tried on a tiger shark once, yeah. Be, because the greater good says that they fire Overwatch as if they were the target. Right. It's not like it was in 6th edition where it was they fire watch for that unit. Right. It's, it's worded different, so it's... But at least it's something, right? Right. You and, could put you could put the mass hypnosis on the unit you're most afraid of overwatching you on. Yeah, five so like three roll. broadsides. Yeah, that, that's a shit ton with, of with shots. smart missile systems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're Imperium, Blood Angels have the jump pack that ignores Overwatch. There, it's some relic one that right. they, the Smash Captains use the it all the time. Sense of Angels, yeah. yeah, or yeah, the Angels Wings. It's like Angels Wings or something. Yeah. And outside of that, I don't know. Um, I think. I'm actually happy that Tau, I don't, I'm not happy for Tau, but I'm happy that Tau's in the meta because I think Tau's a very bad matchup for orcs. Yes. Because not only do they have the smart missile system to shoot all the fucking Gretchen for, right, and, eliminate them and then for the... when they get shot, they're two up saves. Broadsides, riptides, they're all two up saves. Like, mm-hmm. two up saves is like the bane of orcs. Yeah, they got multiple, but rolling a bunch of two ups is not that hard. Cool, I took three wounds. Yeah, and then they fly Especially away. when I'm hitting on fives. And you can't tie sixes. them up. Yeah. Can't tie them up. Except broadsides, <clears> but like I say, as long as you deploy those smartly, you should be fine. So, going into LVO, practice for it, find some way to ignore it. Because you're going to, I think, tell, I don't know if they'll make top eight, but I think they'll be top 16. They'll, I, they'll be a gatekeeper. Yeah, they're definitely going to be other kind of like the Knights. Yeah. But that was my game three. But right. But I, I, know, I, know, I know we're talking about the same army. Right, but, we, we talked about because I know... I wanted to get into that right away because it's going to be people haven't seen Tau. And although they've been kind of good, I think now they're better. Oh, they're definitely better because they got a shit ton of points reductions. They're, mm-hmm. they're definitely better. I was, I was thoroughly impressed by Jeff Poole's uh, list. I mean, not only is he a good player. Top 8 like, LVO last year. Like that's in the right hands. Tau is extremely scary on shooting and you have to yeah ha- the thing that makes a difference you have to approach it way different oh yeah because like, most of the things that i do against shooting army is like oh i'm just gonna go wrap something i don't give a shit right you can't it's do really that with- really hard to yeah. do with them and yeah. you have to think about it pre pre pre-game but i did win that one it was uh i think it was like 29 to 26 no it was it was in the 20s it was close right. it was close it was only like three four points yeah and i was able to pull that one out because of tying up something that you know, target priority, I killed the gate, so he couldn't fucking right, right. overwatch with other shit. Right. So my game two, so we talked about the Tau match. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure we talked about that, because I think it's important. Uh, but then I played my game two, I played against Jesse. Um, Jesse Rodriguez, he was playing his, I thought he was going to play his orcs, because he's been playing orcs recently. Mm-hmm. But he brought his um, Death Watch and Nurgle list again. Yeah, he had an <clears> orc <throat> list in the... In the fucking yeah. BCP. In the BCP, but he brought his uh, Death Watch list. And it probably was, should have went with Orcs. He probably should have gone with Orcs, yeah. Um, but it was um, the the tanks, the... Blights, crawlers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. crawlers? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he had a big Nurgle list. I, I don't know if he got a bunch of points reductions for him, but I was like, I saw it and I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of this list. I'm kind of afraid of this list because, once again, he's got the little infantry guys that regenerate when you kill infantry. I don't know who that is. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, it's really tough to kill. They're you know they got five up and vulnerables all over the place, so it ignores my rending, and he's always got to save against me with feel no pains, and so it's it's not a list I'm excited to play against. It's kind of okay. a slog. So um, we go, and he wins the. I think he wins the roll, but lets me go first. 
Yeah, it makes sense. He's a slow army. Want you to get yeah, yeah. So I go first, and I go and I get into some of those infantry guys. The name will come to me in a minute. Um, and uh, I, I assault them, and I forgot he had a feculent normal. Fucking trees. So that fucking tree is so stupid because I forgot it was there because I went and I tried to touch all of his tanks. But they can fall back and shoot when they're next to the tree. They got the keyword, yeah. They got the keyword. But in the middle of the board were these two L-shaped ruins, right? Pointing inwards on this L-shaped ruins, right? Well, he put his tanks up against the outside walls of this L-shaped ruins. Mm. So all I did is I took my hormigons, I placed them inside the L-shaped ruin, and then I would just assault from inside the L-shaped ruin and touch all of his tanks, put a wound here or there, but he could never overwatch me. Yeah. Because they don't have ignore line of sight shooting. They don't have ignore line of sight shooting. Well, actually, they do. They do with the... The big gun. The big gun. But I think he was forgetting about that because he wasn't using it. <laughs> he probably thought he couldn't shoot Overwatch. Right. I think I said, oh, you can't Overwatch because I'm inside the building. He went, oh, yeah, of course. Like... <laughs> <laughs> cheater. Cheater. <laughs> cheater. I don't know what his army does. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the fucking units. <laughs> so, um, I get turn one. I go and I kill the unit of cultists on the side with some other gene stealers. Like I just eliminated the fuck out of them, like easily. And then I went in and I killed some of the other the um what is the name of that fucking unit? Oh, the fucking poxwalkers. Oh, poxwalkers, right. He had two big units of the poxwalkers. So I went into the poxwalkers, I didn't kill them, but I eliminated a lot of them. Like Did he I- have reserve points to bring them back? Or to gr- make them grow? There's something about if you're if you under 20, you could get them for free is what he said. I didn't understand that because I thought you had to have the reserve points to bring them back. You can bring them back up to the unit. Like So say if you, have, you start off with a unit of 20. Right. You can bring them back up to 20. Right. You can't. Like before it was called the something blossom. Right. The death blossom. The death blossom. You can't go like, oh, I killed fucking 10 guys with this 20 man unit. Right. So you you can regenerate them without spending the the reserve points. Yeah. Right. Regenerating them. You can't create new. Right. Oh, so what happened was I went into that unit of those guys, but he was within seven inches of the foul blight spawn. So I can't choose them to attack first. Yeah. Cause that fucker has a special aura. Special aura. So actually they got to attack first on my unit of gene stealers. Although I had hoard that unit, so they were negative one to hit, and then I had catalyst my gene stealer unit that went into them, so they had feel no pain. So he attacked first and killed a couple of my gene stealers, but not enough of them. Okay. So then I attacked back, killed enough of his, touched some. I'm, I'm touching some tanks. You can't shoot me. He goes, oh no, I'm next to the fal- uh, the the feculent normal. I can just fall back and shoot. Him. I'm like, perfect. Fuck. Because <laughs> I was depending on tying fuck up those trick. tanks. I was depending on tying up those tanks. I'm like, yeah, you don't shit. Shot. I just fucked up really bad. And now I'm screwed. <laughs> now you have to fucking bring it back. Right. But the thing is, I had surrounded him to the point where he really couldn't maneuver that well. Yeah. So he couldn't put him in a position to shoot anything of, of any importance. And I wrapped up that unit of Poxwalker. So he and, plus, and plus those things moving make his cannon hit worse. Right. Negative one. Yeah. Right. So he moved them. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked here. Because then he's going to attack first with the Poxwalkers. Well, he didn't. He attacked first with something else. And then I interrupted, and, interrupted. and I killed those pox walkers, and then I surrounded the his main would, typhus. Yeah, typhus. You took off somewhere. Something? No, I, I surrounded. Then I surrounded typhus, so typhus can do. Typhus is a badass, but I've got sixteen gene stealers on you. Yeah, he's 14. a badass, but he's not a sixteen gene stealer. Badass. Right, not a sixteen gene stealer badass. <laughs> so I surround typhus, and so now he can't shoot that other unit of gene stealers. 
So then in my turn, I kill Typhus, and then I move and advance, and I surround something else. But then it's turn three. <clears throat> the game was going really slow because we both have lots of models that we're moving. We're both doing lots of stuff. Uh, but in the end, I, the Hormigons were a real, like, a champion in this game because they kept assaulting out of that piece of ruins in the middle of the board that he could not overwatch. So once I'd eliminated the the tanks, the Plague Burst Crawlers, uh, then I was able to assault the, the, the Foul Blight Spawn from within the ruins so he couldn't overwatch me with the stupid flamer, surround the him and the feculent Naramal, and basically I owned them from there. Yeah, so you used terrain. When you had <clears throat> yeah. terrain, you used it correctly. Finally, when there's terrain on the board, <laughs> I could just assault out of it nonstop. He just yeah, let me assault out of it because I would just move back into the, the ruins yeah. and then assault out of it, and they consolidate and pile in six inches, the Hormigons do. I think I think that was a <clears throat> display of somebody knew how to, like, understood how to use terrain to their advantage. I just kept moving back into the terrain and then assaulting out of it because yeah. he kept staying next to it. And at the end of the game, I told him, hey, look, dude, you kept all your shit next to this piece of terrain. Yeah. I was just assaulting you for free. Yeah. You got to put that something was bad, out there man. so they can get out there. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, you don't want a 10-inch charge from a terrain piece. Right. Right. You're going to get a little bit closer. So I had five and six-inch charges out of this terrain piece the whole game for my Hormigons, which... For him, is not good. For you, I'm surprised you made five and six inch charges. <laughs> yeah, I know with my three inch charge moves <laughs> and everything. Um, so that game only went to turn four. So I think I won that game like 26 to like 13 or something like that. So it wasn't a high score for me. So I was like, only a 26 point score. I don't think I'm in the running for anything at this point, you know, because I had a 14 point score the f- one before and now a 26 point score here. And at 40 points, that's not going to put me in the running for anything. Like, even if I really max out next time. Yeah. So. That was your second game. That was my second game. So my first game was against uh, Dark Eldar. Rory. Yeah. Right? Rory. Yeah. Bad with names. One of our newer members of the Big Dice Club. Yeah. So He's the Jock Jizz that I talked about last Jock time. Jock Jizz. Jock He goes, Jock hey, I didn't know if to put my name on there. I go, well, if you don't tell me what your name is, I don't know what you are. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call you Josh Jizz or whatever. So, so Josh Jizz. That's who I played first. He's playing Dark Eldar. <laughs> Shit ton of fucking... Uh, he was playing Cabal the Blackheart. Yeah. Which was shocking. I didn't find that out until like turn three. Uh, which was weird. But, uh. He wasn't vecting. Yeah, he didn't vect anything <laughs> turn one. Uh, okay. okay. And he had like something like 18 command points or something. Something ridiculous. What the fuck? Why aren't you vecting turn one? And so he, he moved, uh, he, I gave him first turn. Um, this was the first game. So I wanted to see like how resilient this list was, right? right? right. I'm, so I'm trying new shit out. Um, I kind of deployed on the line with the guardians because they're fearless and everything. I already explained all that stuff. Uh, he comes off, he moves his venoms on one side, moves his venoms on the another. Uh, and I also use the where I can Fantasia, where I can move units. Right. Because I, I debated them on one side and then I put everything on the other side. So now his kind of targets were kind of messed up. Uh, he was also using the cabal that ignores cover when you're in a vehicle and if you have fly. So I don't know. Which, which is good for the venoms. Which is good for the Venoms, for the Blasters and shit. Right, right. If you want to do a Venom army, you're going to have four or five Venoms, and you're going to put your guys inside. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was good. pretty good. That's a good I idea, mean, yeah. I did spend the two CP for cover, and then he goes to move, and he's like, I ignore cover. I'm like, oh. Well, shit. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Learn Go ahead. something. Yeah. Shoot, shoot away. Yeah. So he shoots and shoots. None of his Blasters hit. <laughs> he has six Blasters. Oh, my Not God. Not a single one hit. That sucks. <laughs> Not a single one hit. And then uh, all his shooting, he goes through. You know, I made my my guardians minus one to hit. Um, I gave him a four up invul with the CP. And then he's shooting, shooting, and they have six of fiddle pains because they're Uthwi. So I'm making sixes ups here and there and there. And he's like, man, they're a lot more <laughs> resilient than that 
as I thought they would be. Like, yeah, they have a lot of things on them right now. Yeah. And I save about 50% of your yeah. shots. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, every six, I get another guy saved. So, he doesn't kill anything turn one. And then on my turn, because he had all the Venoms right there, I was like, okay, Venoms are cool because I can wrap those and they just die. Yeah. So, then my Autarchs come out with their all their weapons and stuff. I move my Guardians out to block my, my characters, Eldrad and the Avatar in the center. And... My Dark Reapers pop out, and I shoot into Venoms. I don't care about the Ravagers. I figure, that eh, Ravagers are going to kill shit anyways. Fuck it. Use a Wave Serpent as my personal shield, like right. all Eldar do. Um, keep a shield on, and I kill... I wrap one Venom. I kill it. Blows up. Guys can't get out. They die. I kill another Venom right in the center of the three. I, I focus the ones on the right. So then... I killed the middle one. They blew up. The guys came out behind it, which was fine because now they're an island for me to grab back there. Right. And then I was like, all right, so now I'm going to pull up this other one. I blow up the far right one. I kill the guys inside. I go to charge. And then uh, I use all the charges to tie up that one unit that fell back. And then that was it. And then he couldn't shoot what he wanted to shoot that turn because I had the tie up and those guys fell back. And then he used a CP so he could fall back and shoot. I did forget about Dark Elder having that one too, but his <laughs> his blaster missed again. <clears throat> again, his blasters were not on point at all. That sucks. Um, and then his grotesque made a twelve inch charge. Wow, he had to make an eleven inch charge. He said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna make a box car charge." Yeah, super into the middle, and I was like, "Fuck!" I thought right there, like I can't come back because my plan was to run away from them. Right. right, I was gonna bait them on one side of the, of the deployment and have them deploy over there, and then run the other way and deal with the rest of his army and hold more objectives than him and just run away. But he made a 12-minute charge. I was like, all right, well, okay, that happened. I need to deal with these guys now. So then those guys got doomed. They got jinxed. And then all my characters went into them. All my small arm shooting. Still forgetting about the Ravagers. The Ravagers are actually very lackluster against a lot of bodies that have four pinballs because of the stratagem. And I had my other guys come in, and then I dealt with the other Venoms. And I didn't kill all of them, but I killed enough of them where they weren't very effective. The grotesque, and then the following turn, then they died. And then I got his characters, and then I was like, oh yeah, there's Ravagers over here, so I might as well shoot those too, since right. I have shooting. Uh, he had one turn that he had three Ravagers shoot into a six-man unit of Dark Reapers. They didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> between between the Phil No Pain <coughs> and having a two-up save in cover, that because they were... Uh, cabal so they didn't ignore cover right um i kept making my saves on fives and sixes and making six up feeling pains where they didn't die <laughs> and then i had to roll a one for leadership and i rolled a one <laughs> he didn't run away so i had some really good rolls he had some bad luck i mean like i said yeah, none of his bad luck. Yeah. Bla- blasters didn't hit and that was that game but the game took a long time i mean i was somewhat part part of the problem because i was still learning like certain i didn't want to tell him the wrong stats for like the avatar and like I haven't been using Altox for a long time. So I want to make sure I had them right. And plus right. I was using the wind rider thing. I didn't use it against him because I forgot where it came. He vected something on like the third turn. I was like, wait, you have Cabal Blackheart. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, this, these people are Cabal Blackheart. And I was like, Oh, why didn't you use that right. earlier in the game? I was like, okay, cool. Cause if he would have, vect- that could have really mattered. <laughs> if he would have vect my like uh four Benville, that blob squad, that first turn would have been dead. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing I could do about that. So he, 
he was like, I don't know. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that would be that resilient. I was like, you have the command points. You use it. Yeah. But whatever. And then I won that game. So it only went to turn four and I got 20 points to his like 10. Um, I think if it would have went two turns, I probably would have tabled him. If not down to like a couple characters in the corner or the next turn, I would have definitely got five points because I would have had like every single primary. Right. Um, but that was that game. Yeah. Uh, ended up. I guess hurting me towards the end because we didn't go so far. Right. But it, it was a little bit of both of our, our, our faults. So, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, my game three, because I'm going in chronological or you're kind of going out of order, but my game three. So I beat Jesse Rodriguez. So I'm now one and one. I play another guy who's one and one. He's playing Space Wolves. Um, a bunch of Primaris, um, some Wolfin in their Space Wolf flying thing. The Storm Fang, I think. Yeah, the Storm Fang. And he had two. Um, Dreadnoughts, but the newer variety of Dreadnoughts. The, he had a Forge World one, had a shit ton of shots, and one that had like a plasma cannon. Like the, not the, Re- the Redemptor Dreadnoughts. The, oh, the, the Primaris version ones, right? Yeah, the Primaris versions. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're called. And then a bunch of Primaris guys. Um, some Devastators, Long Fangs stuff, um, right? Long Fangs are good. And back on the table where there was no terrain. So I see a bunch of long fangs and some dreadnoughts, and I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Here's a lot of shooting that I have to contend with. Yeah, but they don't have the same Overwatch shooting. No, no Overwatch, but if he goes first, I might be in trouble, right? He might start eliminating some targets. And then I end up, of course, again, on the two-story house, the long table again. Perfect. (laughs) Great. Fantastic. Your best deployment. Right. So he wins the the role to go first. I do not see this. I said, you know what? I'll let you go first. Fine. You go first. Um, he moves the 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 wolf flyer thing. What is it? The wolf fang? Storm fang. The storm fang. He moves that four that has the wolfin on the inside. And it's got frost cannons and las cannons and all this other shit. And he goes to target my swarm lord. Well, then he uses the command points where they ignore negative modifiers. And I went, oh, fuck. I didn't know you had that. <laughs> I didn't know. They, oh, yeah. They do can do that. They do that, right? And I had him standing three inches away from my mouth. I'm like, oh, fuck. My Swarm Lord is fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> if he rolls good. So, well, he's hitting on threes, right? With, you know, Laz cannons and Frost cannons. Well, he straight up fucking misses with all of his Laz cannons Perfect. and does not command point reroll. Anything? Anything. And I'm like. And in my brain, I'm like, you know, you could command point reroll one of those. And I didn't say it. I'm, I'm like, not going to tell you, but right. you could. And he didn't, right? He goes, oh, he, he's in his brain. He's like, oh, the rest of my shit will get him, right? So he shoots the rest of it. And I have a four up invulnerable. I just kept making my invulnerable saves. <laughs> so he takes six wounds off of the swarm lord. So you're saying when you can make four up invuls are good? It's great when you can make four up invuls. It's fantastic. <laughs> when you actually make 50% of your invuls, it's great. It's good. Things don't die, yeah. <laughs> It was worth the points. So he puts all this shooting in the stuff. And of course, the long fangs don't have negative to hit. And I, I have negative one to hit on everything. Because everything, every unit is within three inches of the Malathrope at this point. Right? Everything. Okay. So, of course, he doesn't kill anything turn one. And he holds an objective. So I put all of my flying hive tyrants onto the storm fang. Or the wolf fang. Storm fang. Storm fang. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> the flyer thing. I have a, I have a swarm or a flying hive tyrant off the board at this point. So I'm pretty the two- sure there's like a space wolf player out there. He's not doing thing. <laughs> bam. Fuck off. It's not a storm thing. I'm bam. I'm bam. <laughs> <laughs> so I surround the whatever the storm fang is with my flying hive tyrants, the malanthrope, and the swarm. But I smite the fuck out of it. And then I assault it. surround it? Oh, I, I, well, I didn't have enough to really surround it. I actually wanted the wolf to come out because I was going to kill them later. This actually ended up being a funny part. I talked to you about it on the way home. 
It sounds funny, but it's not something like I would want happening at a tournament. Well, but. the rest. Well, I needed the rest of my guys downfield to t- to to take care of something, right? So I kill the Stormfang, and of course the the Wolfen guys come out, right? But the rest of my army goes downfield because I still had a flying hive tyrant in reserve that could deal with these guys anyway, right? If if, if everything went bad, so my guys go, my guys go downfield. I surround one of the dreadnoughts. I surround the other dread. I actually surround both dreadnoughts. And this is where I fucked up with my broodlord. Is I got the broodlord into that bastion again. I moved him and then metabolic overdrove him into the bastion, like right up against it. Right? Yeah. And then both gene stealer units, because the, the two dreadnoughts end up being on both sides of the bastion, both gene stealer units surround his dreadnoughts, and I forgot to get plus one. <laughs> <laughs> A, Hitting on twos is fantastic. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So first turn, I forget they hit on twos, right? So the one dreadnought on the right ends up with one wound left. If I remembered, there's like 12 more attacks that would have landed on this fucking They dude. hit on twos, and they also get their extra rend on fives. Uh, That's to wound. It's only on or, hits. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's only on hits. Yeah. So... That, that dreadnought would have been dead because they had one wound left, right? Okay. They killed him in, in his turn. Like, I, I interrupted, killed him in his turn, and then surrounded a, a, a wolf lord, okay. right? So he couldn't get me back. But, um, so that happens. But the funny part that happened was when the when the wolfen dropped down, they went and he put all of his attacks on the Malanthrop trying to kill the negative one to hit, which at this point really didn't matter because I was already in his backfield and he needed to deal with gene stealers and not... My flying hive tyrant and my swarmler, which were essentially on my side of the board at this point. Yeah. So he goes after the Malanthrope and kills it. Okay, cool. I don't have any negative ones to hit except my flying hive tyrant's downfield, like hitting you. So I go and I kill some wolfen. Well, of course they have that thing where they attack back when they're when they die. When they die, yeah. Well, they have been split up. So two of them are on the the swarm lord, and and three of them are on my flying hive tyrants, right? So the one guy who dies is in base to base with my flying hive tyrant. He goes, well, I'm going to attack the swarm. Like, no, you're in base to base with my flying hive tyrant. Well, if he was, if the guy that's base to base is still one inch away from the other guy that. He wasn't because if okay. we start pulling models at this point. Okay, cool. Right. So he goes and he, he goes and he attacks the swarm lord or the flying hive tyrant, kills it. Well, I then spend two command points and I attack before I die. And then I kill another wolfen, and then he attacks back before he dies and goes into another flying hive tyrant. So we were dying and going back and forth, which is a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, fun. <laughs> um, but I fun kill. Fun is not my guys dying. Yeah, but uh, the wolfen die this turn because then I smite them next turn, and that's it. So now we're turn two, and I'm fully in his backfield now. Right? He's got some uh, turn two. Yeah, Primaris guys are are in the backfield, and of course now my Hormigons get back there and start surrounding them. And now I have all of his objectives. And now I'm getting the bonus turn two. I think I've got the bonus turn one because it was... Oh, yeah, it was the... I get the bonus turn two because this is the four objectives where you pick a primary one. And you move it. And you move it. So, but Genesters went back onto a primaris unit that was standing on top of the objective, of course. I surround them, kill them, and then, of course, now I have the bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn three, he does not have much left. Yeah, well, Space Wolf Army is already small. Right. Unfortunately. Uh, I think I ended up tabling him turn three. I get, and I fly up on top of this building that he's got all his guys on. Um, I kill, he just rolled like shit for his saves with his in- inceptors. Those are the flying Primaris guys. Super expensive jump pack. Yeah, guys. yeah. He had the bolters on him, but a flying hydra just shot, like smited and shot at them and killed them, which was cool. 
And I ended up winning that game because I table him. I get four points for the rest of the turn, the rest of the points going down. Yeah. So I kill more, hold more bonus turn three, and then turn five, six, and seven. I get four, four, and four. So I end up winning that game 37 to seven. See, that's a slaughter. This is a big deal. Now, I, in retrospect, at the time I was thinking, oh, I have no chance in hell of, you know, scoring anything in this, you know, placing anywhere because my first turn score was only 14 yeah. my second turn score is only 26 there's no chance in hell or else i would have kept the unit of live and gone kill more hold more bonus kill more hold more bonus and then taking the five points down the line if i thought i was in position turns out i was in position <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was my game three i ended up coming in third place beating pretty dick by one point one. fuck you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this until the way on the way back. I thought I had no idea. I had no idea I had a chance of, of placing it because my first two scores were so like not impressive. Yeah, but apparently his scores were less impressive. Well, that, that's <laughs> what I've said before. Like even if you're gonna lose, like you did the first turn, you get as many points as you fucking can. I milked him. I, I even told him I'm trying to get. His, I, I've lost this game. I'm trying to get as many points as I can, and I got 14 out of it, which apparently was the difference. Was the difference? Well, the 14 from the 13 definitely was, or you would have tied. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who would have won then, but yeah, I mean. Good on you. It's third place. Is that, is that your... That's my second, third place in a row. Second, third place in a row? In a row, yeah. I, 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 I third placed at the RT last month, too. You're fucking third place champion. I'm getting there. But I mean, at least... I, I'm play, hope, play I, I need to now. win one of these things one of these times. I need to get one to win here, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's the goal. But last month, in the November one, I thought I had a chance to win it. Uh, and then Hayden smashed me with his <laughs> fucking uh, Primark list. So... That happens. But I'll, I'm going to get a win here one of these days. I'm going to win one of these RTs. I know I can beat Hayden. I know I can beat you. And those usually, you guys are usually the top two when it comes to these, and pretty these RTs. Well, pretty and pretty dick. the one that's winning all of them. Right. Probably. And I've beaten him before. So I know I can beat you guys. It's just a matter of do I do it when it matters, you know? Yeah. Do I run the gauntlet, essentially? Phil. <laughs> gauntlet. You got to play play some events. <laughs> you got to play events so your vote counts. Yeah. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. God. So your game two. My game, oh, yeah. I already did game three. So game two was versus Hayden. Because I always got to play fucking Oh, you games. always have to play Hayden. Yeah. So I always got to play fucking Chaos. I can never go to a fucking event and not play Chaos. So Hayden was a Chaos guy. And Pretty Dick was, I think, like second place or top dog at that point. So I didn't play him. I was the bottom of the winning people because my first win was a 20. And Hayden played So you submarined your way. I didn't try, but yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, played him. He was using a cultist list with Zangors. He's back to chaos. Back to chaos. Which I told him to do. Which he should be in. Anyways, they're a better army than the ones that he was at least trying. Necrons. Like, if he was going to go, oh, I'm going to play Eldar or something now. Like, okay, cool. At least it's, like, a stronger army. Sure. He also has Admech, too, and I'm interested in the points reductions they got across the board. Like, yeah, a lot. And then his list that he was using was a lot of the things that did go down in points. So... We'll, we'll see. He showed me a couple of lists recently. Um, I'm still not too impressed by them, honestly. I haven't looked into it yet because I have an Admac Army too, and I haven't just taken the time to look at it. Um, but I, I should go ahead and build some lists around that. I'm interested in the Catafron Breachers and Destroyers because they went down some points, but we'll see. Yeah, they but anyway, did, but their guns didn't. Yeah, yeah. But your game too. Uh, yeah, so he, he, had, and he had Noise Marines and stuff. Noise Marines are kind of important in this explanation. So uh, I win the roll to go first. And against Cass, I like going against first because I know they get buffed up and all that shit. And they get to move yeah, and all that yeah, crap. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll take first. Go ahead and roll your Cs. I always expect them to seize fucking anyways. 
Uh, he didn't seize. He rolled a fucking two or something. I was like, all right, cool. I get to go first. So he goes. He didn't to... roll a six for the first time in his life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he was pretty mad that he had average dice rolling throughout the event. I, I love it when he gets average. Like, my dice were shit. I'm like, no, you were average. <laughs> I know, because there were some threes and fours in there. <laughs> um, so he goes, and since he had Alpha Legion and he used a stratagem before the mm-hmm. game started, he moved the noise marines up towards the middle of the field. They weren't quite inside the building. Now, I think this was a bad move because he's moving into my range of my shooting of the Guardians because, you know, they can auto go six. So they go fucking like 13 inches because they move seven. So they can go 13, shoot 12, and I shoot a shit ton of shots. Right. So I was like, all right. Make those three upstairs. So he, he did his thing, and then I redeployed my uh, my Warlord and some buffing units so I can get in better position. And same thing. Fucking Warlord flies 22 inches. I spend the one command point so he can charge. I shoot into this, like, Slanesh character that has an invul, but it only has a five-up uh, invul. And the Slanesh character doesn't allow you to do something in one of the phases because a relic it has. Well, I was like, that's scary. So I'm going to shoot that fucker. So I shoot it. I just kill her outright. Like, one Melta, because within the three, six inches of the Melta, kills her. Uh, then I go to charge. Uh, I shoot into the Noise Marines. They all die. They, they on... Now, there was one thing, I don't know if he just forgot, but, you know, Noise Marines can shoot when they die. Right. And it doesn't matter about the character rule. Well, they, I forgot. They just shoot. Not as if it was shoot. a shooting phase. They just shoot. They just shoot. So, when he was doing that, I don't know why he wasn't shooting the Autark that was right behind him of the Noise Marines. He was shooting at, like, the the Farseer and stuff. And I was like, okay, go ahead. And I made. I was making saves. I was actually making four-up saves. I think it was a day of both of us were making up four up saves. Right. And uh, he shoots and he doesn't kill anything with them. And I didn't say anything, but I was just wondering, like, why didn't you just shoot the Autark? So he died. But whatever, he didn't. Um, and then I killed all those guys. I killed all those guys. And then I charged the Demon Prince. Uh, I actually do nothing. He makes all his saves. And I was like, all right, time to get the fuck out of here. Spend two command points and I fly the fuck out. Go 16 behind the Guardians. And, then that, and that was pretty much... The game, because when the di- the defender shot, they fire and faded into the building that was in the center. So mm-hmm. now he couldn't shoot me with all those fucking cultists. And because the LVO judges ruled that when you use the crystal, you can't warp time them, he felt his 9-inch charge with the Zangors. And Ouch. Then, then the guys in the building just came back out right. and shot into the Zangors and killed all them with, you know, Doom and Jinx. And then I, I did go Reaper, Mark for Death. And then he had Bulllaters and Deep Strike. So I killed already two Mark for Death units. Then I killed the Bulllaters that came on, on turn three. They made their charge and they killed uh, they killed the Avatar because he was the one screening for them. Right. And then my other squad just shot the shit out of the fucking their glass, Bulllaters yeah. and their Glass Cannons. So they died. So I got more and more points. And by that time, it was so far in my favor. And then at also, my snipers are, like, picking off his characters with also my Autark that can shoot them behind units was shooting characters, too. So, I was, I like, it's a good answer for Eldar to go against Chaos because a lot of the Chaos lists are surrounded by these these characters. Right. You could start picking them off. They don't want to make those charges because they have two wounds left. They have right. three wounds left. So, that, it was good in my favor, and that ended up me winning that game. I won it pretty handily. I don't remember the score, but... I won that game by a decent amount, maybe 20-something. Andy's looking it up right now. 
Uh, 33 to 18. All right, never mind. It was a lot more than I thought it was. <laughs> so I won it pretty handily, and then that would allow me to go against Jeff, which I've already talked about. Right. And because of my first game not going all the way, I got second place to Danny, Danny Kwan. Kwan playing Dark Angels by eight points. Right. So Danny Kwan was playing. I got his list right here. Uh, he was playing primarily Dark Angels with a Blood Angel detachment uh, battalion. So it was a battalion detachment of Blood Angels, a Supreme Command of, no, an Outrider detachment of Dark Angels, and an Air Wing detachment of Dark Angels. So it was, his Blood Angels were a captain with jump pack, a smash captain, um, a fist in, three scout squads, and then his Outrider detachment was Samael and Sableclaw, a Ravenwing Talonmaster, those are the character, um, uh, land speeders, which are really, really good. I like these a lot. No, the Talon Masters, I really like them, yes. These are very, very good because they're characters under nine wounds and they're land speeders and they shoot a shit ton of fucking shots. They're fucking fantastic. Um, he had an Inceptor squad and then two, ra- uh, a Ravenwing attack bike and a Ravenwing dark shroud, um, for that. And then he had an airwing detachment with three dark talons with hurricane bolters, rift cannons, and st- stasis bombs. So that was his list. Like, it's not a lot, but it, it's all really good. Well, the, the powers the, or the strengths of it, it's a lot of fly, right? So right. you can't really tie it up. So like the close combat units, they try to get in there and tie things up. They don't care. They're decently resilient, and then they fall back. Oh, really fast, too. And then too. they're like a mass shooting as characters. So like the Talonmasters shoot a bajillion shots, and mm-hmm. they're protected by uh, plot armor, and they can't die. Um, the flyers shoot a bajillion shots. They can get where they need to get. So they're in that half range, you know, sweet zone. Really, really good. Uh, the, but the smash captains go and kill the big things. They're like little character snipers. The character snipers. They're kind of suicide character snipers because they can't get out of there. But, but they still, they, they pick that one target that you're really depending on and they go and eliminate it. Right? And depending with your movements in the flyers, you can go kill something and still block them off from being shot right. by like your opponent's things <clears> because the flyers can be like, okay, now you have to shoot me. And then you have minus one to hit. And at the beginning of the game, they're all minus two. Because they have a regular minus one because of fly, and then they get one from the dark trail, which is, when you play Dark Angels, you usually always have to target the Dark Shroud first, which, yes, it gets rid of, of minus to hit, but it really doesn't hurt their output. It just hurts their survivability. And all they need it is really for turn one. Right. And then after turn one, if you don't kill it, then it's, then it becomes a problem because now you're losing resources to deal, to deal with it and makes that list a lot more survivable. Right. So, I mean, it's decent. Um, for us at that event, I would rather have played him than the Tal. Because my list is a lot more suited into killing characters, which his his is like built around. Right. And then on top of that, yes, he has a lot of shooting, but my my little guys have a lot of resilience. Right. Um, I still couldn't do tying up, so that would kind of suck. It, it would have been a good match, but I definitely wanted to play him more than the towel. Sure, sure. But the, the spread of armies at this event was actually a lot. We had 10 players. We had Dark Angels, Uthway. Tyranids, Chaos Demons, Ultramarines, Drukari, Tau, Space Wolf, Chaos Space Marine, and Death Guard. Ten different armies at this event, which is a testament to 8th edition, I think. 8th edition is great. I mean, if anybody hates 8th edition, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. You're a fucking loser. This is this is like the best edition. Go play Warma Hordes. Even because there was somebody on... On Bam's podcast, talking like I don't know what like old 40k was. I've been playing since fucking like the end of second edition. Yeah, I didn't play Road Trader. 
Well, that's not 40K. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is literally the best edition I've ever played. Right. And, I, I, you know, granted, I didn't start playing competitive until, you know, 6th edition. But, like, I still knew about the tournaments. I still went to them. I just never mm-hmm. thought I could ever play in those, right? Right. I was a kid. I didn't. And then, plus, and then, in the, like, 4th and 5th, I was in the Marine Corps. I wasn't going to go be a fucking nerd. I'd rather go smash fucking Smash <laughs> girls, right? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you go play with your models there, dudes. Go cool. fuck this girl in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this is literally the best edition. I, I can't... Yeah, there's, you know, there's some fucked up shit, but whatever. Well, there's going to be fucked up shit all the time, right? Yeah. But still, I, I think it's great that there was 10 different armies at this event. Different. Yeah, you know, armies and, and everything. Right. So I like that. I think it's it's a good testament to the edition and an Imperium one. And I've been talking about Talon Master, and I think some guy was asking about Dark Angels, and that's kind of I gave him Talon Master and and uh, Sam Allen Sable Claw, which it, is not an original idea. What was the name of the event? Like, uh, this, was, this was this was Gamers Haven. This was their December RT at Gamers Haven. No, I know they always change their names though. Like, do you know what the actual name was? So if there's any Dark Angel players listening, uh, Gamers Haven December 40k ITC tournament. So if you're a Dark Angels player and you want and you subscribe to BCP, and if you don't subscribe to BCP, well then fuck you. Uh, don't be a cheap ass. Subscribe to it. You can go look at the list and see what he was running. It's it's really good. It's a, it's 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 really elite. It's not a lot of models, which is great for. Of course, traveling, <laughs> yep. but it's it's a very good list. It's very fast. Um, I would prefer to have played it than the Tau list, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I couldn't tie up a lot of things on there, but Scouts are kind of tied like, up. Can they it. shoot Overwatch on fives too? No. No? That was a formation in seventh, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was because, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Brandon Grant used to run that. It was Overwatch on full ballistic skill. Yeah, yeah, full ballistic skill. Yeah, that's what it was. That's which is very, very good. It would catch you off guard when I when I played him back in that. I was like, wait, what? His bikes, like, right, and then cool. he would overwatch you on full ballistic skill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was... So, yeah, the dark dark angels. I I had a thought and I forgot it. Keep talking, and I'll come back. To yeah, you. but the Gamers Haven December forty k ITC tournament. If you're a Dark Angels player and you want to take a look at his, uh, Danny Kwan's list, there it is. Oh, um, and so yeah. So that was our after action review. The yeah. one thing about the event, though, we were using the chapter Peru and Vigilus and everything, but I was the only one actually using a formation from Vigilus, right? Which was the Windrider host, and I did use it. I didn't use it against Dark uh, Dark Eldar because he was came close to me every time. Uh-huh. But versus Tau and versus uh, Chaos, it was extremely important, right? And yeah, I didn't use the three CP to give plus one to AP, but Having a, a fucking badass assassin go in there and get out was really, really good. And I'm, I've been building my list around the other one, the the Wraith host, with uh, the blades. And that's, I mean, obviously why I've been building these guys right, here. The, the entire time we've been talking. We've been talking is that they're really good. Um, I know a lot of people have talked about them and other... Oh, perfect, dude. <laughs> and he's spilling beer on his lap trying to pour into his cup right now. I'm drunk. Shut up. <laughs> So, I I urge people to look in there because there is really good stuff in there. Like, I mean, some armies I know didn't get them, right? It's not every army. But Tyranids didn't get anything in Vigilus, so. Tyran- Gene Sarah Colt did, though. Gene Sarah Colt, but it's not Tyranids. It's a thong. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on. The anointed thong. They got a thong, man. Come on. It's, it's the perfect gift for that salty banana in your life. <laughs> the anointed thong. But I was the one that used it. I think you're going to see all dark people use it. Um, I want to use the, the Dark Angel one. 
they have a stratagem just like the Windrider hosts. Where right, they can it's go for their, and attack their talent, the their, uh, their, their plasma talent. Yeah, yeah. So that's something hit might, and run with the plasma at. talent. Hit and runs good. And those mallets they carry on the plasma, the um, the Ravenwing command or the the Ravenwing bikes, they carry this mallet. It's no joke. They is come is in, all those the mallets that the same one that the Terminators use? I don't know. I don't. Remember I know I've got hit the by the Terminator. No, the Terminator one, one is like that, that's no, that's that's no joke, right? But they do have one. Those the guys are on Terminator, right? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the one I do want to look at, because I have the Death Watch and I'm thinking about playing for the rest of the league we're in. Because mm-hmm. you already won the league, so I, I figure why why try hard at this point? Why not just play my, my Death Watch? And start learning new stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play something different. is, And that's what I wanted to play for this league anyway. Because I'm looking into that, the Primaris, um, the Primaris Vigilist stuff, where you can take Stalker Pattern Bolt Rifles and turn them into Snipers. Yeah. That's really good. I think... I think snipers are going to be really important now or ways to get those characters out of there because characters are so important yes. and that everybody has gotten used to like, ah, oh, my characters can do whatever the fuck they want. Right? Not if I can snipe the fuck if out of If you play against Yanari, you're like, oh, uh, whatever, fuck, uh, your brain? Cool, here's a fucking melta to your face on a lance. Oh, I charged you. You're dead. Now I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like, cool. Sober's now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, so I'm looking at some of that. But actually, we're going to talk about the list we're excited about post Vigilus and post Chapter Approved. I'm hoping to get Pretty Dick on. So it'll be you, me, and Pretty Dick, hopefully. I'm talking about some lists we're excited. We'll cover most of everything because everyone be Orcs and Tau um, in that. But we'll come back to some of that. We might do something for Orcs. I don't know how we're going to do that one, but we, we really don't. Well, they didn't get anything in Chapter Approved. They don't have anything in Vigilus, do they? Well, they do have something yeah, in Vigilance. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. We can see if we get uh, uh, Rich Kilton back and yeah. then do Jeff Poole on a voice to get those two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about some Tau and... Um, yeah, so Rich and, and Jeff, if you guys are listening... Well, th- then in 80 days, we're going to have some new Vigilance stuff anyway. Yeah, 80 days. That's a long time. That's yeah. almost three months. Yeah. That'll be after LVO, so it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs> and, they, oh, and then they also said, or Reese has already, already said on Frontline that January 7th, is the cutoff for all rules updates for LVO. Really? So, Gene Sarah Cole people... That's like people, six weeks out. Yeah, Gene Sarah Cole people, you better, you better have be, a codex. You better hope real bad you get a codex. But Jeff was talking it, talking about it on uh, Signal, or not Signals, PD Pops, for Chapter Tactics, saying that if he was a betting man, don't Don't think expect it's coming, a codex, you're right. Because, I mean, if, if you do think about it, like, Christmas is next week. Right, this right. comes out. This They're Friday. doing their Christmas. They're doing their sales. Christmas shit. It's gonna, it's gonna have to still do pre-release, so it would probably literally come out the seventh. And then gonna do some fucking Lord of the Rings bullshit in January, probably. Probably something stupid, <laughs> right? Something that nobody fucking. We got a Lord of the Rings box game that everyone's so excited about. Like we're so excited about a game that nobody plays. <laughs> we play the game. I'm Bam. I'm Bam. <laughs> I love this game. I love this game. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> So I wouldn't have your hopes up. Um, and then, like I said, uh, or not like I said, but Frontline has also said that we're going to be submitting our list like two weeks out from LVO. Right. Or whatever. they Two, three weeks out. We, they didn't put a date on that yet. So we'll be able to look at people's fucking list. And if you don't have BCP subscription, you're not going to be able to fucking see it. Yeah. Eat a dick. Yeah. So pay your five bucks. Support the the one program that like helps this tournament stuff. Grow. go and it's amazing um they also have a thing we i posted it when it came out 
on Monday. It came out on Sunday, but it, this past Monday, I posted a link to uh, all the frontline stuff, the new stuff, right? To where you can see how to post your list, you fucking morons. Because you guys can't figure out. You get like half a picture. There's a of, YouTube video. You don't even have to read. Yeah. I, I did it. I, <laughs> I, I watched the video. I was thankful for the video. Because <laughs> you Super, didn't have to read. <laughs> I didn't have to read. You know what I found out? I was already doing it. Exactly how it was. So I was kind of mad that I wasted like four minutes of my life. but Watching a YouTube video when you could have been watching, you know, Another Pornhub. YouTube video. Yeah. What the, could, Sitting that, on Instagram looking at big asses. That, that could have been two Pornhub videos because I just fast forward to like the good parts. So. Right, right. right. The, the, the money shot. Right. Yeah, I don't want to see her walk into a fucking apartment and pretend to buy a, a house right. or something. I don't care that you're pretending to be some guy's stepmom. Yeah, I don't. Right? You're not that dude's stepmom. Yeah, no, you're not. You're way too hot. He's 27. You're 29. Cool. <laughs> you're not his stepmom. But go find, go figure that out because apparently you have to do it that way. And I don't know what's going to happen if you don't. Because you know there's people that are still going to... They're going to pull your models. <laughs> Hopefully. They pull whatever... They just pull your list. <laughs> I don't know. pull your list. <laughs> but it's it's to get data later after the events. And apparently... You're playing they, an all-warrior Necron list now. Go. They And they show you two ways in the video, too. You could do this by hand. Or you could just, you know, go to Battlescribe and hit email copy and copy it. Yeah. I like Chat how tag. they say, like, they don't want to use a third-party thing. But the third party is like, yeah, you just do this. It's Battlescribe. It's same right. shit. It's so easy. <laughs> it's literally, it's free. All right. Hey, Reese, it's free. You don't have to buy anything. It's free. It's explain this. You to could old- also support Battlescribe because they actually make this thing possible. Fucking Reese sometimes is so old. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Reese here. <laughs> I'm old. We don't want to use a third party salty banana. They call me Reeseus online. <laughs> Reeseo. <laughs> Recio was way cooler. Recio. <laughs> but yeah, go take a look at that because you're going to need to know it for uh, LVO. Um, also, start practicing your list pretty much now because pretty much the things that are going to be out are going to be out. Right? Yeah. January 7th is like literally around the fucking corner. I don't know. What... Literally around the corner. So I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple lists I'm still working on. I don't know where I want to go, but I guarantee you Banshee masks are in my list. <laughs> for now. No, they're going to be in my list. They're too good. <laughs> too good. So anyway, that was our after-action review from the post-chapter um, approved. Um, if you have some games that you played, if you found something you saw, something you've played, something that kind of caught you off guard or something you're excited about, let us know about it. Hit us up on the Facebook. Leave us a voicemail. Um, leave us an email at our website. We have an email to go through in the conclusion here in a second. Um, yeah, we have an email. So anyway. You're going to gonna read that. Right? I'm going to read part of it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with the conclusion of the show. And we are back. The conclusion of today's show. We're done already? Yeah, we're done already. So she said. We're done already? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you didn't feel that? Oh, okay. I was like, I got mine, so. Sorry, well, give me 10 minutes. I'll be back. Yeah. Make me a sandwich. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, So if you want to interact with us. Uh, you can go to vgrpodcast.com slash contact. You can leave us an email there. Um, or you can go to our Facebook page, uh, VGR Podcast. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 442-444-0791. Um, when you leave us an email, I have to read it because Ray doesn't read. Yeah. And actually, so, we, we, had a, we, had a, we had a response on our Facebook page about having me have to read to you. 
Yeah, it was a, a yep. pretty uh, accurate. Yup, 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 no, I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> it's been a good show. I'm a lot bit drunk. Um, from Sam Paidnow. P-E-D-N-E-A-U. I'm going to get that wrong. Getting names wrong is what I do. Yeah, that's Andy's thing. That's my shtick. <laughs> I'll forget your name and then I'll say it wrong. <laughs> I just forget things. Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, the guy Herbert from last week. It's Hebert. It's, what? It's from Louisiana. No, that's French, motherfucker. You French. Frenchy. <laughs> Enjoy your French fries and making out with dudes. Anyway. Uh, he sent us an email. Now, we were talking about how um, GW stores were killing your friendly local game store. Oh, does he like GW stores? No, no. He has, he thought there was another culprit that was more important. Now, we've talked about this. Now, um, he says uh, his message is from hello from the land of bourbon and rabid college basketball fans, a.k.a. Lexington, Kentucky. He's from Kentucky? I am eight foot tall. I'm going to put this in a 10 foot basket. Awesome. Way to go. (laughs) But apparently he's a rabid basketball. We just insulted him. I don't care. We offended him. You're right. So if you're a basketball fan, we just offended you. If you like the NFL, we'll offend you too. Basketball is fucking gay as hell. (laughs) Touched my jersey. Foul. Yeah. (laughs) You breathed on me wrong. I got a little sweaty. Foul. Do guys that like do these like Guy sports of basketball and like baseball and soccer, especially soccer. Please watch the women's side of that sport. Those bitches like are bleeding and <laughs> shit. They don't give a fuck. They're Come literally on. on their periods while playing. Like, They're man, bleeding. Man the fuck up. And then <laughs> uh, he, but he says that online shopping is the true local game store killer. I've been listening to your podcast for a few months and helped pass the long hours at work. You guys often go into about how official GW stores are killing local game store, but you guys made some valid observations. I feel there's more. Uh, I feel the need to point out the overdosed hooker in the room. Uh, this is the online shopping. Now wouldn't we've that, talked about online that be shopping. A good thing. Overdose hooker. Overdose hookers are great, right? Mm-hmm. Hookers make the world. Great. It's, it's the oldest profession in the world. Why? We need them. Oldest <laughs> profession. It's the oldest. Hey, before someone gave money for food, someone passed over money for sex. We're guys. It's what we do, right? Yeah, we and some of us can't just get a woman in our life. We're fat. We're old. We're nerdy. Ninety we percent of the forty. We have. Players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a forty k player and you haven't passed over money for sex, you're a virgin, right? <laughs> <laughs> this show is great when I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> this show is fantastic. <laughs> um, no, we've talked about Amazon and Google, or not Google, um, but um, um, eBay. Getting your stuff from Amazon and eBay and how those could potentially kill your local game store. We, we, we discussed that, but the point was is that GW was opening up local game store, opening up stores in direct competition to local game stores who are the third-party distributors. Oh, but on this note, um, because I told somebody to don't be a douchebag and buy from your local game store, I got kicked off the Necron the Necron Facebook page. Did you really? Yeah, I finally got a ticket off of it. What'd you do? What'd you I, say? Told, I told, there's somebody posted in there about buying online from an online store and it's like 30% off or whatever. And then I posted in there like, or you cannot be a douchebag and buy from your local game store. Good for you. And then I got, 
<laughs> Good for <laughs> you. Of it. I didn't realize it, but I was like, man, I haven't seen a lot of dumbass posts from Necron players. <laughs> and so I tried was to. It, was it the Necron competitive 40k page? Yeah. And man, so, fuck those competitive pages. <laughs> Half those fucking douchebags don't even play the fucking game and just go online and bitch and moan about how shitty their codex is. And so, yeah, I realized that I was kicked off of it. Um, for saying some truth. Because I was but woke. One of the things he says is at least an official DBW store, you still have a table or two and place to meet up with other guys. Uh, can't do that by on Amazon or by visiting Pornhub on Facebook. Look, if you want to meet dudes, there's a little app called Grinder. You can meet all the dudes you want to there. It's called Crowler. You Crowler. <laughs> Jason, Jason informs me uh, the banana. Oh, Salty Banana. There's, there's, a a new, there's a new gay dating site. Apparently, there's a Growler one. Oh, there's, Growler. There's a, there's a lot, what a lot of his jokes are based around, so I would just assume that's a gay. See, so Grinder is for polite sex. Growler is from just straight deep-throating. <laughs> Balls deep in the ass sex. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're looking to meet dudes, there's your, you'll meet the salty banana there. Um, he goes, not saying I disagree with you guys, but wanted to point out there was a bigger issue at hand. Speaking of hands and Pornhub. Um, but no, no, I, yeah, you're going to have the Amazons, the Ebays, and people selling their stuff third party, right? That's always going to be out there. Our point was that GW was opening up stores that have little to no gaming space at all in direct competition to your friendly local game store, right? I'm always in support of the friendly local game store. Um, I support Frontline Gaming because they provide the ITC. They run oh, yeah. it. Yeah, Frontline is not just like a Your gaming friendly local game store. store. It's like a worldwide gaming store right. because they help with the tournament community. They help with the game. They invented our current tournament community. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for Frontline, I would, I would venture to say that com- competitive might have just been gone. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it was dying before they... Like, there was tournaments hardly anywhere. Like, there was the big ones, Adepticon, Nova, but that was really it. Right. And there'd be 30 guys at those things. Yeah. Now, LVO is, like, thousands of people. Right. 800 people in the Champions, and their friendly one, like, just barely got some uh, spots open. I don't even know how many that's at, because I don't play that gay shit. Right. But, so, I support Frontline when I can, right? I buy, I've bought some stuff from there, from the secondhand shop, and I bought something retail there. Um, I support my friendly little game store. It was Gamers Arsenal, but that shit's fucking dead. Rest in peace. Bye to Maine, you know. Bye, whatever. Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Um, SoCal Games and Comics now. It used to be the store to no longer be named, but they're turning their shit around, right? Hey, and cool. then Gamers Haven. So when I go up there, I spend money there when I can, right? I support my, the places where I can play. I spend money. Pr- I pay for uh, tournament entries, and then I get credit. Yeah, so you get credit back because you win a lot. All right. <laughs> we play a lot. We win a lot. We fuck a lot. That's what yeah. we do here, right? So... Yes, there's always going to be the online entity, but I think our point was is that the GW store that opens up locally in, comp- in direct competition to your friendly game store is not the alternative. One, there are no discounts there, which your friendly game store is probably providing you. Two, the GW store is not giving you a place to play. There may be a table, right? Open from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And good luck playing a game between 5 and 7 when you get off work. Or they good might, fucking luck. Or there might be a table that's split into two tables. Right, so they can play fucking... I don't know. Kill Team, yeah. Or Shade Spire. Or like 500 or 25 power level. Right. Games. (laughs) Right. So, yes, point taken. There are the online bitches out there who are stealing money. But our point was there was a GW store to open up locally in our area in direct competition to about two or three friendly local game stores. And I was just butthurt about it because the community was flocking to this GW store, which was providing absolutely fucking nothing. In the middle of a tournament. In the middle of a fucking tournament. That was my point, right? So if you missed that, cool. 
Anyway, voicemails. Something I don't have to read because now I'm drunk and it's <laughs> getting a little hard to read. Um, our first one, captain of the Big Dice Club, oh, Francisco, man. is always good for a voicemail. He's always going to wad us or something like that. I have not listened to these because I know you like to listen to them fresh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so captain of the Big Dice Club, Francisco, let us know. Let us know some shit. Give us breaking down some knowledge. Hey guys, what's up, man? It's your favorite orc player here. Ugh, I just got out of my company party, and I'm super fucking pissed off. I got the drink though. I'm happy. Good drink, good. Fucking beer. I'm fucking pissed off. There's a motherfucker rode on my coattails and got an award, and I got stuck doing all the fucking work. So those are those little cock sucking cocksuckers. Cock sucking cocksuckers out there that ride on people's coattails. I will kick all your motherfucking asses. Cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good voicemail that has no less than five cocksuckers in it. <laughs> you gotta call those people out, man. Yeah. As he's up there, be like, you didn't do shit. <laughs> you didn't do a fucking goddamn thing. Like, just call him, like, one technical question about whatever they got an award on. Right. Like, answer me this, and then say it, and then be like, yeah, that's what I thought. Here's the answer. And then, like, chill in front of everybody. Fuck them. So I went to my wife's company Christmas party. Oh, that must have been fun. Like, two weeks ago. Was it fun? Oh, man, it was so much fun. Free bar. So I drank a fuck ton, right? And I'm not employed there, so I don't know what fuck people think about me. <laughs> like a fucking hammer. Like, oh, a free bar? Cool. Get, I had two glasses of wine. Like, are you holding that for your wife? No, this is mine. No, this is mine. <laughs> are you kidding? Right. All, all the free drinks I can handle. And apparently, like... Like, I made a complete... I, I didn't make a complete ass of myself, but I made an appropriate level of ass of myself because all of her coworkers love me now. Well, yeah. There's only two ways that that's going to go, right? Right. They're either going to really love you or they're going to think you're a fucking complete asshole. I always end up being the complete asshole, <laughs> but I'm not a people person like you. So, apparently, she says, oh, my, all my coworkers are smitten with you because I got drunk and, like, had a good time. But that's what I do, right? That's, that's the Andy M.O. Yeah, it's the Andy M.O. Um, our second voicemail comes from Peter. 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 Hey, y'all. It's Peter. What's up, up, Peter? Quick rant about fucking leaks. Just in your latest episode. Fucking, I hate it. I hate people who leak shit. No leak is ever a good leak. You got your leaky faucets you gotta fix. You got your leaky cheese. You got your fucking leaky asshole. None of it's good. Leaky assholes. Leaky dicks aren't good either. And then people are slobbering over this shit. Burns. Like they're trying to inspect a ladyboy's dick. You never had an STD. No, like, who gives a fuck? Wait till that shit comes out. Wait till the people who, you know, milk the prostate or GW and get their jizz early. Let them talk about it. I really don't give a fuck. Like, it it turns me off even more when people are just, ah, the points and the formations. Bob Dylan is now playing 40K. Sweet. And then, Ray, like you said, people are fucking crying, and they don't even have the fucking book in their hand compared apples to apples. They haven't played They're the game either. Fucking Pinocchio sucks a dick. Okay. Not fun. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, Pinocchio I'm not going sucks out a yet. Dick. Come out of fucking <laughs> crazy hard. Anyways, uh, y'all have a good day, and uh, stay safe. Now, I mean, the leaks and all. Yeah, you know. There's something for podcasts to talk about, you know? It's, it's, it's a, Let me tell you, trying to, to find get, shit to talk about sometimes is kind of a stretch. This is a weekly podcast. <laughs> yeah, so like, 
it's something <clears throat> it's it's something to talk about, right? You're at your local store, you're at with your friends in the garage, like, hey, did you hear about this? Or what do you think about this? Or which is what this podcast is actually built around was that discussion around the game table, right? We're yeah. a discussion around we're not sitting there earnestly talking about, you know, the points and GW and how great they are. No, we're talking shit. Right? We're that conversation you've had between games around the game table, right? And it gives us that chance to talk about that. Continue. Yeah, it's the it's the leaks. It's just like you said, something to talk about. You know, sometimes we don't always have content to talk about or tournaments to talk about. It's just something to talk about. I mean, if you like playing 40K, I would think you just like to, you talk know. Talk about 40K. And there's a lot of times you're at a game store and you're like theorizing like, man, what if these units just had this rule, right? Like if they would just had one more wound or like if they like reduced damage or something. If my one, dick was one inch longer. She would be a lot happier. She it's would just, be. You know, but... It's all hopes and dreams. It's all some things that we wish would happen. And yeah, your not. dick is still four inches long. Now, the people, the one thing though I do agree with you is that the people that like bitch and cry about shit oh are like, God. Oh, I'm going to quit the game now and all this shit. It's like the people that once said, listening to restock on frontline gaming while those motherfuckers are like losing their goddamn minds. It's, it's like, fucking dead. It's like, fucker, first <laughs> off, you don't go to tournaments. So right. you're, you're valid. About your competitive argument is you invalid. play the game once every six weeks. That's when your wife lets you out of the house, right? Secondly, like Josh. you don't, you haven't even fucking seen it, so shut up, <laughs> all right? And you don't know how it like evolves the whole meta in general. Like this one change could have been something, and not nothing right now, but because something else changed, now it might be something. Like just wait till it comes out, like you said in the, in the fucking email. Just wait till it comes out, but just talk about it. Just theorize. Just have fun talking about it. Like, it's something to talk about. It's like water cooler fucking talk, right? Right, right. Rumors. It's fun to talk about. It's just fun right. to talk about. Like, the one thing that may shift the meta, I don't know if it's shift the meta, but thing that, that I'm thinking about, too, and I sent you a list on it, was Death Watch. They're standard veterans. They can all tank Storm Shields. Yeah, that all went down to, like, five points. Oh, they all right? went down to two points. Two po- Jesus Christ. So every veteran can take a Storm Shield, giving them a three-up and vulnerable. So I get to have ten veterans. So for ten points, you have ten guys with three-up and For 20 points, I have ten guys with three-up and vul. If you had protect power, you can make them two-up and vul. <laughs> well, I don't have that. <laughs> but yeah. still, like, it's not meta shifting, but, like, that one little point change for, like, Smash Captains. Now, you're talking about Smash Captains, right? They don't think about the other thing out there, right? That no one's playing, right? So, yeah, the rumors, the bitching and the moaning, but the rumors are fun to talk about. Like, the the one rumor that didn't come to fruition was the change from negative one to plus one to your cover, right? Or being in cover, which, of course, didn't happen. It was a bunch of bullshit. You know what would be funny, too, though? It was, like, these rumors. Like, where like where do they come from, right? We talked about this last week, yeah. I, I know we talked about it, but what if GW is actually smart? They're not, so I highly doubt this is it. They're but, British, like, yeah. They, man, I wonder if we just changed these cut minuses to hit to cover what would it be yeah put it out there as a rumor see what fucking happens and then they, i'm pretty sure they're on competitive pages and right. shit like that and plus they get emails from fucking dick all the fucking dick neck picture beards. guys right carl so, the neckbeard is the original neckbeard so like they like and they send it out there as a rumor and then in, then they just watch it right and like huh people don't like this or people are really excited about this like then it comes up to be a rule maybe we don't know yeah, yeah. but that would mean that they actually know how to like manipulate stuff and i highly doubt it they're they're british so. they're british so they don't know shit they don't know shit they can't even figure out their own economy yeah brexit, brexit whatever brexit breakfast breakfast are you hungry i would like some bacon and eggs right now <laughs> they say somebody put on there maybe if i didn't eat bacon in the morning i wouldn't be 40k fit it was one of the guys from australia yeah 
Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. America, bitch. America. Gotta fill my fucking arteries with fucking cholesterol. It's my goddamn American right to be as fat and dumb as I want to be. America. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. So lastly, and most importantly, what we have been drinking. Now, originally I said it was a hazy IPA. Fuck you, BevMo, for getting your shit wrong. Um, they listed this as a hazy IPA. This is not a hazy IPA. Um, this is the Bedrock. This is gross. You don't like it? No. The Nitro Brown Ale with coconut and coffee added. No, not a fan? Taste, I don't taste any coffee. I like this. So you're also drunk. Well, I am drunk, but I also like brown ales and stouts. It's gross. It's not a you thing. Nope. Had I known it was a brown ale, I probably would not have purchased it. But it said <laughs> hazy IPA on the thing. So fuck you, Bevmo. Piece of shit. You were open at 8 o'clock this morning for beer, so that's why I went to you. You got it this morning? 8 o'clock this morning. No, Bevmo is awesome. Though. They're open at 8 a.m., right? But they mis- <laughs> they mismarked their fucking shit. They, they know we're fucking alcoholics. <clears throat> they do know we're out. No, alcoholics attend meetings. We're just party animals. There's a difference. We're just American. Yeah, Americans. Fucking fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So that has been another edition of the Veteran Game I gotta Rally glue Enlisted. the fucking hands on the arms? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> By the way, I, I have the models built all the way up to the arms. I'm not gonna put the heads on because you gotta paint those white. How many models you got built? So we've been here. Five. You got, you got all five? Yeah. Sweet. I can use them for proxies right now. Yeah, yeah. But I just gotta put the hand, the arms on, which I found out that you would think the fucking swords would be on with the arms, but apparently they're fucking not. Sword fight, sword fight, sword fight. Sword yeah, fight. And then the heads, but I purposely Touching did, swords. Definitely did the heads separate because they got to be white. Yeah, yeah. Else. Yeah. Yeah. But no touching swords. No touching swords. All right. You can bang the same chick. Don't look each other in the eyes. No touching swords. <laughs> no touching swords and no eye, con- no, uh, eye gazing. That's, that's gay. That is gay. Because you could be banging a chick if you look each other in the eyes. You're officially gay. Yep. So that another edition of the veteran gamer re-enlisted I'm of course your host Andy and as always you're doing best one right everybody will still be salty about Eldar in the coming weeks they will be until next time ladies sword fight sword fight Piece of shit book right there on the floor. Fuck that thing. This thing makes me fucking mad. Fucking six of this bullshit tuna codex. Piece of shit. (laughs) Can't believe I spent money on that fucking fucker. I've never had that feeling of any of my codexes. Look at that. I ripped that bitch. Right there. Fucking piece of shit. Well, your fat ass steps on it. Well, the, the, the stepping on it didn't do anything. It was flat on the floor. So, they had to smash it on the floor. The sixth edition tiered bullshit. My, my dick touched it. It's that bad.
I cut I cut some like herpes from this codex. It was That's that sy terrible. Syphilis now. Yeah. Oh, this piece of shit codex. Now you have a good codex. Now I do have a good codex. I think it was because they they didn't want another picture of your dick though. My dick is beautiful. <laughs> my dick is my dick is glorious. Well shaped. A nice head on it. Hairy but not too hairy. All right, they got arms now. <laughs> my dick has arms. Oh, your models. <laughs> okay. I don't have swords yet, though. No sword fighting. Don't touch swords. Don't cross the streams. Ah, fuck. I forgot to say that, too, about how oh, the sword goes through one. Well, we're going to talk about that next episode. <laughs> I do think it's pretty funny how they use the same pictures. I talked so much shit about that too when I did the review. <laughs> like, I just spent money on a codex that had the exact same fucking picture from the last shit codex you gave me. Like, you couldn't use one of the other pictures. You have plenty of pictures. Like, come on. <laughs>